0: Up a pop 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 pop
1: pop a pop 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 a pop 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 pop
2: pop 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 pop
3: Welcome to the Crash Course Podcast. Yet another week, yet another review, yet another podcast. Don't sound so happy. Actually, it was kind of a neutral thing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was very neutral. Um, right off the bat, let's introduce our special guest this week, Nelson Lugo. Hey! What up, internets? He peaked he, already. <laughs> he's uh, he's back,
0: second time on the show, and he brought us an
3: album this time. Yeah, uh, instead, of, instead of subjugating him to Flying Lotus. Interestingly,
0: an yes. uh, album by an artist we've already done yes oh yeah look this at that. this is um how many well let me let, well, to be it, fair john was gonna pick it i know he yeah. wants his credit. in do you here, ever get repeat
2: guests that. like if you've ever yeah, we've yeah. had a
0: couple yeah yeah uh, so we had one group <laughs> two wall street players and nate, nate. oh nate and yeah. but Hamless he was Parker. his own thing he wasn't average so, intelligence so,
2: was so who uh who has the record for the
4: most appearances so far you're tied a four-way, it's yeah. a four-way tie it's a four-way tie it's a four-way
2: tie i'm coming back next week oh, crap. <laughs> i need to win things <laughs> of course you do even even arbitrarily stupid internet things we gave him tea we're not gonna get rid of him true. True. It's
0: true yeah this we fed him delicious. gave him tea yeah. it's Tedley. um <laughs> had a lot of work went into it
3: no uh, nelson was gracious enough to come back on this time and this time is now after we've started letting our guests pick the album so we don't have to inundate well, I him figured, with I terribleness. Figured,
2: I, I figured the listeners might want to hear something good for a change. Ooh. So I brought along an album, which uh, I would I would be hard-pressed to think that you guys are not going to like.
3: Well, why don't you tell us what that album is, Nelson? That
2: album is the newest release from Steam-Powered Giraffe called Mark Three or M-K-I-I-I for you uh, sort of... Uh, completists and you know very specific nerds out there. Uh, uh, I am a huge fan of Steam po- Steam Powered uh, Giraffe and uh, their album just released the last week. It's only a few days old at this point. Yeah.
4: Um. And I thought this would be a good opportunity to give it a listen and uh, give it a review. It actually was very ho- hard to get a hold of as well. We could only find it on iTunes and Amazon, which is a
0: shame because I so want a hard copy. Well, it's only because it's brand new. It will it will start filtering through all the. The well, portals. can't you can't you get
2: it off their uh, website?
0: Yes, but like, to to <laughs> like that's too
2: much want... effort for you. <laughs> no, I, don't know I didn't have. It wouldn't have gotten right. here. Oh, yet. I see. Soon oh, enough. I see.
4: I see. We I wouldn't know. have been able to get it. Okay, but I've I have in fact ordered it. So I will be getting it, and what's great is that in the dust jacket
3: is the lyrics, because I still can't even find lyrics for this. Because it's new. We had the same problem with Hello Goodbye when we did it, because it was the yes, week it come out, right. so was... John had had some trouble finding lyrics. So instead I kept
4: listening to songs over and over and over again to hear some of the words.
0: Music reviewer problems. Wha- in other, word, in Wha- other words, we are worst when we are relevant.
4: 100 percent relevant.
3: <laughs> that is a out of context quote if I've ever heard one. We are our worst when we are relevant. Moving on. Moving on. Um, so this is their th- their third record. They have a clever naming convention of having the number of the record in the title. First the uh, first uh, uh studio uh not
4: first third studio record. They actually do have uh, one or two live records uh, from all the shows they've done. Uh, this is also the third time they've changed members as well. That's another big thing. The only core members that are sticking around so far have been Rabbit and The Spine. Well, and the ba- the human members. Yeah, several of the human backup members. Steve uh, the, has been the part of the band members. from the beginning. Well,
3: yeah,
2: but, we're, we're, but when you're talking about the, the, the faces of the band, yeah. it's been uh, different at least three times.
4: Yep. Yeah. And this time we have Hatchworth, which, uh, new vocalist, he also plays a few instruments. They all are multi-instrumentalists. Uh and i have to say right off the bat i found him to be refreshing and a great compliment to the rest of their vocal work yeah me too, me um, too.
3: well if this i mean if nothing else is said about steam power draft their harmonies are always fantastic i mean they're that gifted is their gifted singers absolute strong singers. Yeah. amongst That's all that is the, of the strongest thing about them i mean they have lots of other stuff but but their harmonies shine through
2: I did I I did miss the John though. I mean yes. he had he had a quality to his voice that was very unique yeah. and very much apart and they and they uh, and they and they must have known that, and then integrated it into uh, uh, specifically to the Two Cents Show. Yeah, well,
0: you know, that's sort of an ineffable thing because yes, yeah. he had a quality to his voice that was unique, and yet so do the spines, so do the Rabbit, yeah. and so does this new guy. So Absolutely, they really—that's kind of a prerequisite when they hold auditions. I imagine. <laughs> um, be unique, however vague yeah. that sounds. Yeah, yeah. Well,
4: you got to come up with your own persona as well for the stage. Exactly, and right. I have to love this new. Uh, Steam stove, copper infused robot.
3: Yeah, that's that's, yes. that's his persona.
2: I, I, I like it. And his mustache I goes it. great
4: with it.
3: <laughs> Hello, of course, because because John's a mustache lover.
0: It's bright red. <laughs> Who is it's it? Well,
3: she. It's huge.
0: <laughs> well, this album sure. does kind of hold a lot of themes, ranging from like the '70s and '80s when mustaches were, I think, at their all time high. Next maybe only to, like, 1890s mutton shot, uh, uh, mustachios, excuse me. Well, yeah. they
2: are they are automatons from the turn of the century, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah, so 1870s yes.
0: and 80s is, is They, yeah. they shift their decade here, because they were <laughs> hugging the, the 20s and the 30s in their previous album. I think this is a good time to plug, just to do a quick self-plug. For anyone interested in uh, following along with this band chronologically, we did hold a review on their second album, The Two Cent Show, back in episode 39. So... If you just want to pause and go back and listen to that, then come back and listen to this. Hey, how's it going? Did you like it? You yeah.
3: <laughs> and if you like that, you're gonna love this. So let's get uh into what a <laughs> Let's get into this. Yes, we're plugging ourselves on our podcast. So if they haven't heard of us, but they're listening to us, then they can go find us. You're allowed. What's a move? He said, "We're allowed." There we go. We're allowed. <laughs> right. It's fair. Um, the first track is called "Curtain Razor." Um, it's a a very standard skit style intro. Um, it sets up the kind of feel of this band as you know,
0: entertaining and entertainers. I'm it's, sure dialogue. it's important to mention it's dialogue. Yeah, I'm, I'm
4: pretty sure it's actually either Steve and I think the other guy is Matt, Matt or Mike, who are the two humans who yeah. play with these automatons talking with a robot who actually is interspersed with the rest of the theme work. I believe this robot is actually Gigi, the automatonic giraffe (laughs) that they have. Go on their website, you will learn all about the various individuals. Gigi
0: is... uh, You know, I remember considering, like, I wonder if that would happen during the actual live performance. Would a giant steam-powered giraffe actually march on at some point? Well, not, it doesn't. In, not not yet. No, but, but that could be in the budget a, for the future. Well, not with yeah.
4: that attitude anyway. <laughs> yeah. But it's a good little welcome to the show kind of a deal. It's it, set you know, up. It,
2: it reminded me a lot like um, I don't know if, if if any of you have done the like the Universal theme park. Um, they're not rides, but they're like the the you know the experience. experience. Oh yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. And there's always like there's always tower a tower of terror. Yes, Perfect and there's always example. somebody standing there at first who's going to introduce you to what it is you're about to experience. Mm. And it's and it's and it's often written very cheesily and and the jokes are very Hackneyed, and this, yeah. but, oh, but but yeah. but it's also very done, so very much in tongue and cheek, and very like you know, very fun. That's what this reminded me. I was I like, it's oh, okay, all right, fire it up. Yeah, it's, it's, well,
3: yeah, he's like, yeah, fire it up, and oh no, 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 turn off the flamethrowers.
2: Yeah, so it, it kind of sets up. All right, you're about to experience something. It's gonna be weird. It's gonna be wacky. You're gonna have a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. That, at yeah, least that's, that's the vibe. That's I got the only uh, time where we actually get to hear the human. Steve and Mike we don't really hear them anyway well that's not true are they they the creators well no Mm -hmm. they sing and play instruments they do a lot of backup.
3: yeah um, Steve sings on um, uh, Make Believe he's the lead singer and guitarist on Make Believe
2: and Make Believe is a song you can find on the Two Cent Show which these guys reviewed back in episode 39 there you go
0: (laughs) Shameless. They love to exploit this little talent of mine. It's <laughs> <very> <laughs> annoying. Well yeah, you have to have shame to be shameful. So True. clearly we're shameless. True. It's not not annoying at all. It's very, very flattering.
4: Okay, well after this cute introduction, we get into the first musical track, steam powered giraffe.
0: The Self-titled.
4: Uh, you know what?
2: I'm a little. I'm actually track. a what? little surprised that it took them this long to make a to song called a- Steam Draft. Because that <laughs> usually
0: happens on bands' like first album. They might have. Okay, this is our the name of our band. You know, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're
2: Kablamachunk. Here's our kablam first he song called.
0: Kablam! A chunk, you know, like that's, that's right. usually the first song out we're of the game. We're new. We're trying to pitch <laughs> ourselves, but yeah. they're clearly already very popular. So I
4: don't. Eh. Uh, but this becomes more of a reintroduction with the new vocalist, and I yes. think it's it's really here that you get some of the very in-your-face harmonies that are going to be in in this show that we're being we're experiencing here. And it does a great job of showing who's new and what they do.
2: It's also it's also for those who are fans of Steam Powered Giraffe and know their work. This is like this is the moment where you hear something completely new and yet something very familiar. It's you almost
4: know. funky. It's yeah. almost this. It's almost that. You can see the jump from the 30s to the 60s, the 70s. But period. it's
2: also like, it's, it's you know, the, the, the band is a bit older. They're a bit wiser. They're, they're more seasoned. Mm. They definitely know what they're doing now and, and right out of the gate... They don't pull any punches and they just kind of just they hit the ground running with
0: this yeah i think it was a wise choice to uh to open this track that way it's sort of a kind of a sexy introduction sort of had that 60s 70s guitar style mm-hmm. to it very well yeah smooth, the solos
3: right? were actually yeah. really really cool but, but that's like, just oh, the
0: introduction <laughs> chronologically speaking here that was just what lures you in the first though. but then soon right after that it sort of drops back to goofy yeah. Right, and yeah. then you're sort of lured into this kids theme that's very Warner entertaining. Brothers intro again. Well, Universal Studios, even just the way yeah. Nelson said it, that's 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 the type of comedy at play here, and that's the type of, of song making that they do. It's it's in that vein, which is why it's almost kind of strange that you get a sexy prelude to that. Well, it's it not was odd. It was
4: the piano work is now being introduced here, and they really did not go heavy on the piano in their previous work. The bass is. Really, just great still, and I've always liked their bass. Oh yeah. Uh, you got some some great guitar work. I mean, it was just showing the new composition of the instruments, and they really did. Uh, you can definitely see a higher level of studio work.
3: Uh, from oh the yeah. Well, the stuff. production value on this is skyrockets above the last record.
4: At the same time, you you lost a lot of their older acoustic style.
3: Yeah.
0: Which, first impression, just right off the bat, I was kind of disappointed. And I'm going to say that I wasn't as jarred by it only because the harmonies, the harmonies between the a cappella thing, that kind of keeps it sort of wholesome well, and that's acoustic that. in its way. Well, and it
3: was that familiar part that, you know, even though the sound wasn't exactly the same, they still got the same the voices, <laughs> they've still got those strong harmonies. Yeah. It keeps you engaged enough to accept the rest of it.
2: And I think <clears throat> as a fan who's who's been following their work for a long time, it it was just like I've I feel like I've kind of grown up with them, you know, yeah. like I feel like, you know, this it's a much more mature-sounding album. And, and this track, in specifically, kind of, like, says, hey, we know what we're doing now. We're very confident. Enjoy the ride. Well, well it's strange you
0: know. that we use that word, mature, considering how many times we go back and forth between sort of a... Family-friendly sound, very and yet there is maturity in the in the sound engineering itself. Got to make that distinction. Yeah, very right. yeah.
4: tricky. the it's a lot of heavy innocence in the theme work, in in the actual presentation of what they're singing. It they, they go they don't really veil it in the in very very much in the beginning part of the album. They don't veil like deeper meaning too much. They really do go fr- right up front. Hey, this is happy. Be happy. <laughs> it's it does have yeah. a, naivety is a is the wrong term but it's it's innocent, it's childlike, in it's well I'm not going to say that
0: naivete is, is naivete comes in with with uh, Hatchworth Hatchworth specifically yeah. because as when he's introduced in this album I think he's accompanied purely by he's defined by naivete well, by being the newbie and i think there's also something with his voice there he's the highest pitched he's a really really high tenor brok- broaching into mid-range there and it sounds very childlike
2: right and, and and so just so the viewers are at home are following along yeah. you have um you have the the three faces of the band are the spine um rabbit and the newest member uh hatchwork hatchworth, hatchworth. hatchworth yeah uh and it goes from the the opening theme of this show that they're creating mm-hmm. into uh, Mecco Amore, uh, which <laughs>
0: well, I would say this is the true beginning of the album in a sense because Theme Powered Giraffe only a, being a title track for the for the well, band's sure. namesake is sort of a part of an intro. I think
2: fair enough. Uh, I I was blown away by this. I mean, I it, it it's it departs from what if if you're a fan of their work prior work it departs from what you're used to but it yeah. but it, but, it, but it but it succeeds in creating something that's very evocative
0: oh it, su- it succeeds it's, in so many other ways yeah. it
2: starts with
4: that curtain raiser robot uh, reciting a soliloquy or doing a shakespearean introduction type of a piece mm-hmm. just an aside a, a Uh, Here we are setting the stage. And it really has some provocative lines like, Chimera machinations create technological manticores. I love the symbology
0: (laughs) that's in some of these words.
4: It's very poetic, but... It's really not related to the song that follows up. No, no not at all. No, completely not really necessarily. <laughs> well, this is so like a, beat poetry that introduces this, this well, song. Well, it's, it's
2: very Shakespearean in that way. I mean, oftentimes you'll have, you know, like, you know, Henry V, you have chorus coming out, oh, for a muse of fire, you know, no. yeah. kind of like setting the stage and, you know, a, a setting the audience's expectations. And, you know, th- th- this band is... And I'm gonna say this a lot throughout when we talk to this we talk about this record. This band is very confident. They yeah. feel like they know what they are doing. It's
0: this intro that I think really solidified that for me. Yeah, just the certain lines here. Trumpets the progress omen of our future mirth. <laughs> These, uh, 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 this is not the Two Cent Show anymore. No, clearly. no. Um, this is why. Well, think about think about
3: the intro to, st- to to Two Cent Show. It's the Steamboat Shenanigans, where it's just a fun.
0: You know, we're on an adventure, yeah. and you know, here's the whole gang, yeah. and it's all oh, here's a goofy story about a goofy guy, Rex Marksley. Here he is. Yeah, you know, very clever lyrics within that, but either way, it's just kind of a fun romp. This 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 song does not begin as a romp, though. This no. Is, no, this is a serious. Uh, it is as it's, a, it's, as a, John it's said a soliloquy. It's
2: it's it's their stake in the ground. You know, it's it's their call to action. It's yeah. their you know, it's their moment to to kick off.
0: You do got to make that distinction, though, because the remainder of the track, it does take more of a pop turn. Yeah, they it don't was stick this... with the serious soliloquy, you know. Oh, goodness. No. Oh, know. no, no, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah the track track was very much driven by this kind of synth robo
3: pop, if you will. Like it was very much. Yeah. yeah. It, it was <laughs> just very, like very, very much Ro- this robo-pop. very, very grounded in pop. And in the same way, also, that by towards the end of the song, if you don't know the name of the song, you're deaf because <laughs> they, repe- they repeat.
0: They oh, repeat Mekdo more. Yeah. Fifty times. Yeah, but it's uh, a me- great me- job. Mecha more, more, more. It's like every little syllable's got to be pounded into the ground. I'm gonna get a little deep here, but it's
4: they're talking about how society loves a shiny new, and this is something shiny new in this album. This album is something for them that is the new product. This is the this is what they consider like their groundbreaker, the iPod of theirs. Yeah. From CDs and MP3, just something. Yeah. Like. Oh. The new product, where they want to go, something sure. shiny and new. Well, and Mech More really
0: goes through that. It's tough for me to take this track out of the soliloquy. It's, it's still a, a powerful intro uh, for this track. It kind of sets the stage, so you have to tie together the theme work. Uh, for instance, there was that line about what do you do when you find your creator's bag of bones. I mean, <laughs> which, of course, when you consider... Uh, would you consider what they are robots, you assume that it's probably a bag of just this and that. Little tech, it's a tech bin, essentially. Yeah. And they make references. Leftover what do you do but assimilate assimilate your laptops. Right, it's your like laptops, or assimilate e- your mo- your mobile phones. It's a, yeah. It's very it, I I c I can't take it so simplistically when you when you Well take no, I mean at. considering
2: considering that, that their shtick is like they are the kiss of the steampunk world you know they it's it's these it's these three performers who have taken on personalities of automatons and yeah. and their whole point of view about the world and the art they create is through the lens of these robots these mm-hmm. these mechanical beings right um and you know and then so you have so you have the very surfacey uh sort of theme of mecca or more on that level but it, it mm-hmm. i think just like you know uh steve said uh it goes so much more deeper and, and they take some no wait you're, you're Steve who are you John John, John he he's a guest he's allowed no okay? I'm not allowed and then I, as soon as I said Steve everybody started looking at each other like who's he talking to I'm uh, sorry uh,
0: returning yes.
2: guest uh,
0: <laughs> what was my point
2: my point is I love this band go on <laughs> No, I' <laughs>
1: we threw ya. We completely threw you. I'm sorry completely you no on.
2: no um, what was I gonna say? oh, that that this in this song they are they are taking some very, very bold risks musically uh, it it changes it it, uh, it changes several times into different fields of music and genres and and uh. For me it worked. Um, um I don't know if that's true for you guys, but it just it was it was a definite, it was a definite journey. It's almost like it's saying, you know, this ain't your granddaddy's two cent show. You know, <laughs> we're the yeah, new and improved steam powered giraffe.
0: I'll buy that. Yeah, it it, worked, buy that it worked for me in a series of ways. And I, I think that's part uh driven by that juxtaposition between the very simplistic, naive, family friendly, uh overall sound mm. combined with uh combined with the occasional gripping line that really requires a bit more uh, a bit more studious listen.
3: Well, if- this album has something where if you're not paying attention you could miss it. Like
0: there's a lot of moments that on face value Yeah, I remember you saying that earlier and it's just one of those things that goes back and forth for me because there are certain tracks here which I do think are are somewhat face value and it's okay that they're face value right. because of the simple message <laughs> that they that they convey. Um, and then, yes, there are other maybe specific lines here and there, uh, but especially in terms of the manner in which they sing. They're so close, right up against the microphone. I, I had a, a, term, a term I always go back to, under the magnifying glass, because a recording engineer I used to work with back in college once used this term, and it was like, ah, that's an interesting way to put it, under the magnifying glass, for for a, vocal, for a vocalist who was right up against the mic. Where everything is so clear, you couldn't help but miss it. Which is sort of strange to say that, you know, well, you could listen. But I think it's just because of the sheer amount of lyrics that are in this album. There's so much going on. It's it's, not that you can't hear it. It's not that it's uh, being drowned out by any particular instrument or not. not, They they are the forefront in almost every single track. But, you know, there's just a lot to listen to. It is dense. It is a
2: jam-packed full of just... Wonderful nuggets. Exactly.
4: You know? Nuggets which of actually, wonderfulness.
2: Yeah, wonderful nuggets. A perfect
4: wonderful. example of that of that depth is in Hatch Fever. Which is which the very next is,
3: track, yeah. It's the
4: introduction
3: of Hatchworth. This which, is getting to know the new character, but they also introduce a very folk very much a focus on their kind of family friendly in this song because he's almost like a child. He doesn't understand a lot about the world mm-hmm. and he's confused and has lots of questions and... And it goes through the motions of speaking about the spine and rabbit are going
4: back and forth. We got a new toy. It's a man-shaped box. Let's open it up and power it on up. And the first note that Hatchworth does is like a 25 second bellowing just drawn out (laughs) note and it's like... Like it's whoa! It's, it's just beautiful. a whoa It's moment. a beautiful moment. Yeah, he's like he, the way he hit that. I'm just I couldn't. I don't know many people that could. It's just amazing. He had that vocal strength.
0: And it's also again there's that quality to his voice. Also, the fact that he's in the very high tenor range. There, it's something that, that it's it's definably new. If you're familiar with uh, Steam Powered Giraffe's previous work. So it kind of works against the spine really perfectly. Because yeah. the spine typically takes the baritone. Yeah. And now you have this, this counter in the high re- register, which is just as strong as the spine is when he's in his lower registers, despite yeah. the fact that he can also shift around as needed. But uh, I, I, it, it fills it out really, really well. But just the joke there of having to actually sell to your audience the fact that we have a new member. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's even and better. And they do it so bluntly. Yes. They don't even try to hide the no. fact. It's awesome. We ordered no. a new member on Amazon. Yeah. Here
3: he is. Yeah,
4: exactly. We're cracking the box open. But, but when, they, when they boot him up and he starts speaking, he's like, he's speaking nonsensical. He talks about, yes, I want to get into your heart. I want you to take open that chest cavity. And like, wait, wait, wait. That's kind of morbid. <laughs> And he's like, oh, you know what? That's a good point. Kids, don't do that at home. do do that. <laughs>
0: we want kind, you to be stay kind around. kind to birds. Eat your vitamin soup. There's so yes. much, like it's, like, it's PBS robots at this it point. Is, yeah. It is the
2: best <laughs> intro to a band member ever. It is. Yeah. It is hilarious. It is funny. Well, because they're also uh, up
3: front with it. You know, a lot of other bands, like take Van Halen, who right. kept switching their lead singers. They avoid it. They don't say anything about no. it. They just do it. Whereas this, they're going. Well, we have a new member. Here he is.
2: Well, I think. I think it's just uh, a, a, a classic. Again, classic Steampunk Pirate Giraffe. That they never miss an opportunity for a good joke. ever. Yeah. yeah.
4: And this yeah. is a joke in song form. They did. Yeah. A, they did a joke.
0: Now, just to talk about the, the, the music aspect in this in this area, well, first of all, actually, inflection aspect, because it's another thing, it's, it's also the way in which they say certain lines that I think makes this band so unique, not just the way, not just the fact that they're robots, because, of course, they're really, really good singers, and that's not something you'd immediately associate with the robot, but, uh, for instance, just the imagery in... The process of opening the box. Yeah. How they have to describe every little motion to lure you into the fire's their world. burning. We're boiling the water. Let's get
4: it in the stove.
0: Yeah. Right. And then uh, taking off the, the, the box like butter, and everything. Yeah. It's so enunciated. <laughs> the cardboard's
4: I mean... like toast, which I never heard before. <laughs> I know. But that's actually a pretty good <laughs> symbolism right there. That's a pretty accurate description
2: it's like it, it's perfect. it's basically like an unboxing video uh, for like a music video, form, yeah you know, you know or something it's like this this would be the steam powered or, or rather yeah like, like the steampunk equivalent to an unboxing video and maybe I'm yeah. reading
0: into it a little bit too much but I think there's also something to be said there for the uh, the robot personality the robot. Experience, for instance, trying to feed this experience through the robot mind. What are you going to compare it to? <laughs> well, let me search around. What can I compare it to? Nothing anyone else would ever compare it to. So, yeah. toast, butter—that's yes. like an opening a box is like great. Yes. But great what's job. great
4: is that the the spine and rabbit are going back and forth as they do. They they really are kind of operating on the same wavelength. Yes. And Hatchworth really does throw a wrench in this. <laughs> yeah. he does a great job. He doesn't job. have
0: the frame of reference. I know. Mean, so
4: everything for him is just fresh 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 new 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 and and it's great to see how they really do mesh them into their their duality into a trilogy yeah and it, it's just it's just awesome and it, the punchline is the whole joke that's what's great we were laughing the whole time we could, just yeah just some, just some really wonderful like all
2: all of the asides that hatchwork ends up making about you know, be kind to birds and eat your vote. All of that stuff is just said so matter-of-factly, mm-hmm. and 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 just like completely runs on. And he doesn't even take a breath, and it just becomes more hilarious the more he says. You want
4: to love me like you're catching a disease,
0: like you're getting a fever,
4: <laughs> but it wouldn't really be bad. It'd actually be kind of good. So it's really not like a disease at all. Like that kind of <laughs> like rambly up. nature. Oh, yeah, and and the re-
0: it's the reason they're able to pull all this off is, of course, because from a music perspective, this is this is Broadway style. They yeah. can cram yeah. all this information in because they're they're. Meshing the two together, the the music with telling a narrative. Well, this band is pretty much like a
3: modern vaudeville act in the fact that they do so much on stage. Well, see, that's
0: funny because we used the term vaudeville for the Two Cent show quite a bit because it kind of sounded like it was in yeah. that era, like it came out of the 20s and 30s, and then all of a sudden here we get a much more modernized style. Still yeah. not so modern that it's like, you know, right recently, but yeah. like a 70s swing piano rock kind of track. It's it still has got a show
4: aspect, but it's becoming more theatrical. And the funny thing and is... Which is weird, because their first the first and second albums were both very theatrical. Oh, yeah. But this is setting a, a different type of theater. A yeah, sure. different type vaudeville of Vaudeville is
0: just as theatrical as, as Broadway. That's the thing. In terms of development, also, piano rock kind of did develop out of a resurgence of ragtime, and ragtime was all over vaudeville. So it's kind of a perfect answer to the two cent show as well, far as yeah, discography is concerned.
2: Absolutely. And, and and I said this earlier and I just, um it, it, it feels like <clears throat> it, like they've taken they've taken their concept out of <clears throat> excuse me, like the tent the tenth show essentially. Yeah. They moved it into a theater and now it's like an, an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical right yeah you know where it's fun and over the top and silly and crazy and
0: that's the story of ragtime right there exactly in like burlesque houses and then all of a sudden pff, it's on Broadway, exactly and I, I, and
2: and it it just yeah so very impressive
0: yeah it's a it's a nice jazz loungy kind of track it's uh even in terms of the duets the call and response nature the walking bass all of that it just it blends together really really well and the comedy trumps it all Moving on to track five, Away Into Your Heart.
2: Uh, so I this... really
0: I like the
3: tinny guitar in so the introduction. My that be... was
4: something that really gripped me right away. Yeah.
3: My biggest problem with this song, especially after hearing it a second time, and I like the song, it's not a bad song, is it's one of those songs where you hear it and you think it's going to A and it goes to C instead. <laughs> and And I really wanted to see where A went. C was okay, but I wanted to see where A went. It started as this kind of... You know, Beatles-esque almost
0: song. You know, very classic rock. I'm very, very with Matt on this on this particular track. It started out like the immediate song that that came to mind was the track "Don't Let Me Down" uh, by, the, by Beatles. the Beatles, with which had Billy Preston. The, my favorite version is when they're singing the rooftop concert. But that's neither sure. here nor there. Either way, it, like. Quarter-wise, style-wise, it's it's almost to a T. Like, not quite knockoff level, but it's really, really in that, that, that realm. And I kinda did want to see where that went because it's not something I hear every day since the Beatles. And then there's a, a hard stop <laughs> and it becomes a country song. Yeah. Pretty much for the rest of the straight, track. straight up country track. And that's that's a strange shift. That doesn't work that doesn't blend quite as well to me as some of the previous examples of their genre genre shifting, genre blending did.
4: I did accept it more than I think you do. I really did enjoy the way it went into this country theme work because it was more reminiscent of the Two Cent show. It was blending in their earlier work into this new yeah. sound. I, I enjoyed it because it was it, it. was very heartfelt talking about how they really starting to interact with the fans and about the fans' acceptance of their theme, of what they do. And it, this is really just a a a call out to all the people that have made them popular that do love them and it actually becomes even a more personalized uh talking about how they are sort of becoming in part of relationships i mean it does undergo some changes
0: oh that does go a changes later and even just in the lyrics
4: but but lyrically i mean it does start as sort of a macro scale thank you for welcoming us into your heart and then it becomes a little more personalized. Thank you specifically for welcoming me into your heart. Mm.
0: It's and hard really to enjoyed it. I almost want to equate the the music shift to that theme, just to see if that yeah. works well together. It, it, it's it's tough though. I guess one of the main problems mm-hmm. that I did have with it was just the fact that you know the, the guitar technique used in the in the intro was very soulful, very very soulful. So I was I was lured immediately. Okay, they had me the they had me at a hook, and then. Maybe it just when they shifted to that country figuration. It sounded a little bit weak by comparison, a little bit listless, just from the music standpoint. Vocals still amazing. That's kind of a that's kind of a a uh, Again, we're we're gonna keep, thing throughout. We're going to keep this. repeating yeah. that yeah. exactly. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. It just dragged in a sense that 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 country section. But it's not to say that it stays there. It yeah. shifts around a little bit. And it, there was much better transition to the rock. Uh, Part C. Yeah, we get like a part C. We get like you a see third. That, but that's here. really,
2: but that's really, it. You get hints of it in album one, and you get a little more of it in the Two Cent Show, hmm. and here, you know, again, they're just taking bigger, bolder risks. Instead of instead of just hinting at it, they're just fucking going for it. Oh sure. You know.
0: Um, and I mean, I'm the first to respect more than anyone's uh, a, a a a band who wants to push their boundaries by making tracks that incorporate more sections, more, you know, Mm. more complexity, more Mm. diversity within them. But even between those two words, complexity and diversity, there's often a little bit of a split. Uh, complexity, great. But throw in as much complexity as you want. I'm probably going <laughs> to, you know, get off on it. But then when you take diversity, it's a little bit of a weird choice because then you have to think about what is the goal of the track? Where is their focus? What yeah. is what is the center? You know, what what are you anchored toward? You know, I, I it started to become a little confusing as the track went on.
2: For me, it, the, the, the the whole song for me becomes about um, this, almost like this anthem for for not giving up because the, the, the phrase... Uh, you know, keep on trying, gets repeated over and over and over again. Uh, and I, I guess to me, you know, it didn't, it, it, that to me at least validated what they were doing because they're, they're not going to give up. Yeah. You know, they're going to keep trying and they're going to keep doing it and they're going to, they're going to figure it out. That's so those, those changes for me worked at least thematically for the song. Um, and so I guess I was less bothered by it than than you two were. Yeah, I think no, for
3: no, me no. it was it was it's not like it's a bad song. There's nothing no, 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 bad no. on this this album. Yeah. It's just for me it's it
0: didn't go where I wanted it to. So that kind of pulled me out of it a bit. Okay, but in certain of these, yeah, bad is not even a word that will like enter no. this podcast. No, no, no it's no, but no. okay. It's it. No, not even okay. That's the thing. It's better me- than okay. Musically, almost all these songs are pretty phenomenal. It just. It it comes down to artistic choice at that point, yeah. and I uh, that's it's really just, It's personal co- preference those are the that podcast point. I prefer to have. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> yeah. So right. artist, a great artistic choice, with, a great album with depth, with with artistic um, discrepancies maybe, or at least open to debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, moving on to
3: track six, Ghost Grinder. So this song for me is when I felt the most back at home in my seat with the Steam Power. This, this felt a lot like. Suspenderman this re- yes. this really had a uh, or um, scary world scary world is a yeah. great illusion. oh yeah and uh, so ghost grinder is pretty much essentially the song about ghost
0: you know, yeah about death <laughs> and ghosts and the yeah, you spirit can't just of just leave a it dead at the overall well, death no, you got to I mean, talk about the intricacies
4: yes and this is the spirit uh, the spirit of a musician inhabiting a organ grinder the old school, yes. just spin the crank, the handle machine. Use, <laughs> that and it's, that it's, curiosity it's a, machine
0: you would find on the corner block, <laughs> where the monkey is dancing. I mean, no,
4: that's exactly what it is. What's the funny thing about? It starts nice and slow, and really goes full B movie creep, <laughs> which is just awesome. Yeah, right, funny, that's why I love scary work But
3: the funny thing about it going like like the this song be, starting with that slow build and then going all out is that it's not the sound isn't what you'd expect it kind of was more of a disco-y kind of sound kind of funky and <laughs> yeah, like yeah but it was this still was... a storytelling campfire ghost story song I wouldn't I wouldn't be uh
4: thrown back if this was on an old school tales of the crypt like it really was or at the
2: very least, goosebumps. Yeah, it was. Oh it tried horror, so it did.
4: It did B movie horror. Well, but by, yeah. it, by some team. stretch,
0: by some stretch, this 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 shift is almost stranger than the previous track. Yeah, and its shift, but it's we, a little bit more consistent with what you'd expect them to do. do. Yeah. Yes. yeah, just yeah. sort of twist little... something scary into something absolutely goofy and fun. Yeah, that's that's consistent. They got
4: the witches cackle going on at the yeah. transition, and they keep throwing that in there, and it's. Ee-
0: it's just to go consecutively, yeah, there's some pretty interesting things. Because it opens up with just that accordion and a very tinny keyboard playing just a very simple, kind of a dirge-like yeah. ostinato. That yeah. just it repeats over and over. And then you get this darker piano that enters in with all the chords. And as it moves through it, it starts getting very, very mournful, almost. You know, that level of dark that we've brought this to. And then... Phase two.
2: It goes to crazy town. Yeah. It's like, everything just
0: starts, you get, this transition is like the static and the drums, which, you know, is a pretty good way of evoking the ghost, and then this falling bass, and bam, we're in our uh, pop disco track now. <laughs> ah, yeah. ah, it's, very not, it's no longer grr, it's rah, I'm a monster. Uh, I mean, of, course, of course, their, their harmonies, um follow like the same mood it they, they perpetuates pretty much the same mood it brings in the human element and they're always pretty consistent in that regard
2: this was the first uh, track that that made me very aware that this is an album you can't listen to casually no you need this you know the, the, they demand your full attention mm. because they are doing some pretty <laughs> complex things.
0: Um, we always tr- go back and forth on that, though. That's a funny well, one. Well, at least for, at, least for, track, track, at track, least for this track. At least for this track. Yeah. At I, least
2: for this track. This track was exceedingly complex, but very easy to follow if you were paying attention.
0: I'm going to agree with you in that regard. Yeah. Uh, I still think you could gauge a... Because, a, you know, we keep going back to the whole kids' music thing. Right, like Whether right, kids right. can really latch on to this. Because there are moments here where it almost seems like it's 100% aimed at kids. And that's right, that. yeah. When you come to this track... Yes, it's scary. It's a little dark and everything, but I still would argue that's that's kid friendly in a way. Because oh, every kid could should have that exposure. Absolutely.
2: I don't. I don't think it's it's so gratuitously yeah. like off the deep end that you couldn't. You that people wouldn't be able to listen to it. Right. Right. So from
0: a child perspective, yeah. though, you have to consider how 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 deeply are they going to be listening to this track? They'll be getting sort of an overall tone, and I do think it works on that level. Mm-hmm. I don't think it needs to be delved into like active listening. You know, I can't. Picture a seven-year-old sitting there with his headphones, really dissecting. <laughs> well, no, track. no. Some do. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not. But at
4: the same time, this this song really showcases their newer, higher level of production. They they really are are splicing and taking uh, different instruments and really putting together more complicated themes, more
0: complicated chord work in their songs, and I'm really enjoying that trend. Well, the complexity, I think, is even more in their harmonies than anything else. Yeah. Just the, I mean. I don't. I even want to backtrack just a little bit back to uh, A Way Into Your Heart because there was a point there where some of their harmonies felt like they were really... They were taking the front... St- well, of course, they always take the front stage, but they were fronting this track in a way that the previous... While it was going on with the country riff in the background, the harmonies were going through these... One phase is in, one phase is out. They were overlapping each other con- mm-hmm. constantly, which was very complex in and of itself. Which may have been why they didn't need to really clutter it up with too much. Which is why they, all right, they kept the basic country background, and that was that. This track, they almost do something similar because they keep, they sometimes keep similar motifs in the background, while in the forefront, they're going nuts. Between the three of them, it's that one trade-off, another trade-off. Now you're front stage, now I'm front stage, right? As they engage in dialogue and then beyond that the extra layer of complexity is the overall form of the piece the fact that there's different sections the large for the macro mm-hmm. scale mm-hmm. so yeah a lot going on <laughs> in some area. It's. it's... we well, awesome talk about Also,
3: I'm noticing more on this album than in the previous album. On Two Cent Show, they did a lot of alternating, whereas one sings, then the next sings, then the next sings, and then alternating oh, right, yeah, them Oh, like right, yeah, like this is the Spines that's part,
2: this is Rabbit's part, this is the John's part.
3: And then they sang together. Right. This, there's a lot more overlapping oh, and a yeah. lot more yeah. intermingling, which I like. I think it. It, and yet they still have those moments where they get to shine on their own, but it's not as precognitive, not precognitive, but but it it's not as, like, well, it, specifically yeah. pinpointed and placed. <laughs> Preordained? <laughs> I guess. Well, no, I mean, it, it uh, was,
2: uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it can't, they it can't fall into a formulaic kind of scheme where, right. you know, like, you know, I'm going to sing, you're going to sing, you're going to sing, and now we all sing together. Right. This was very... It was a cumulative effort, and, definitely. And definitely a collaborative effort on this. But, and I kind of
0: enjoy that, because that, that lends itself to stage work a absolutely. lot more. Absolutely. Which you is almost, what they're going for. If you can make people believe on a studio record that it's practically improvised, that's damn good.
3: Yeah. And that's what they do on stage, too. Seeing them perform live, a lot of it doesn't seem scripted, and I guarantee it is. Oh, absolutely. But a lot of it feels yeah. very off-the-cuff and not scripted.
4: A great example of that is the next track, Please Explain. This track Focusing on the lyrics, you're going to be assaulted with words and a peppered,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: and that
3: might actually be a line. I don't even know. It's that kind of out of context contextness that's in this song. It's just so all over the place because it's it's essentially designed as um, Hatchworth is asking to be explained. Everything essentially, he doesn't understand what's that. Anything, what's
4: that? yeah. And he starts spitting out words, and he says things like, "Your verbs should go with nouns."
0: This is the quintessence. <laughs> like, I
4: love it's. It's very childlike. It's very on the nose, but he's right. Verbs should go with nouns. Yeah. <laughs> it's. You're it's, very passionate about that. Aren't I yourself? love putting verbs and nouns together.
3: What well, do say? It's a pastime it, for you. Practically. Yes, yeah. indeed. He doesn't do it well though. Well. Gonna be at dies, the top of your really? class. Of yes,
2: that's who does? <laughs> right. uh, this felt to me a l- very reminiscent of uh, like Oscar and Hammerstein, kind of like mm. you know I, I am the model of a major man in general. Like it like there's and, and well, all Gilbert of the, and Sullivan. You mean? I'm sorry. Thank <laughs> you. Right. Oh lordy. Yes, Gilbert and Sullivan. Um, correction, correction. Third base. Yes, <laughs> it's it's the, it's the and Castell third base. It's, uh, uh, it's the, it's the Pirates of Penzance. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, it's, uh, uh it's all of these wonderful, it's, you know, the, the importance of being earnest. It's, it's about, it's language.
0: It's <laughs> a lot of fun theater we just got assaulted with. Yes, no, no, well, because, it's, because it's, ultimately
2: it... it's a dialogue with someone who doesn't understand the basic meanings of things. And so they have to, they have to explain it to him in a way where they're not,
0: using the, the, r- no, the I, I, I think uh, I think um, of all of those the importance of being earnest is, is probably the best comparison yeah. of all of the above because yeah. that is all about wordplay and really dissecting what the word truly means yes. when you sit and focus on it and that's everything that a, a child asks kids are always asking things like that what does this mean what does that mean and every once in a while you just have to sit there and, and, and how am I going to I've never thought about <laughs> that to it like you're <laughs> asking
3: me questions that's, I don't even yeah. understand <laughs> And that comes across in this. And the fact that they chose a Motown style musically to go with for this was just an interesting pairing. But it really worked very well for this kind of, like, you could almost picture them snapping and dancing side to side while explaining this. It felt very Broadway. Definitely. It felt very, um, um, what the hell, um, um, Little Shop of Horrors. Oh,
4: sure. You know, just... (laughs) (laughs) More theater. (laughs) But uh, the perfect example is the line The Spine says, which is, if a point is moot, what's a moot anyway? Yeah. <laughs> and that really does explain what they're trying to do in the song. It really does a great job. Uh, and I just, I love that line. Yeah, because it's a good one. to be honest, what's a moot? Right. It's, it's a great, like, nobody ever thinks about this sort of stuff. Right. And we're getting it presented from, yeah, the child's perspective. And, what, and, and, th- and this is a
2: wonderful, this piece is a wonderful showcase of their typical humor you yeah. know and 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 how they see the world and how they they interact with it both as artists and performers but specifically through the lens of these robots that they've created you know uh, it was it was
0: great it's either a track for a linguistics majors or not for linguistics majors <laughs> right. depending upon how you <laughs> right. I, whether both you're equally, accepting of these yes,
1: things
0: yes. <laughs> you'll either be very cold about it and have stone cold answers about this is not an entertaining in the slightest <laughs> true. true true it was great
3: um, moving on to the next track, she said maybe. So this song is so sweet. I think I got a cavity.
4: Oh my god, yes. I, I, I think I need insulin shots. This is the <laughs> pinnacle song for the overly romantic. Nerd. I,
2: yeah. I got diabetes from <laughs> this is diabetes. It's the courtesy
0: fallen in love track, but not because not it's, really. Well, the great thing because about it lyrically
3: obvious. is this perspective that they're singing about getting the courage to talk to this girl to, to 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 ask her out, but then she said maybe, and what it means. Right,
4: it doesn't mean yes, but it doesn't mean no. It. I love this song because, you know what? It maybe is being celebrated here. Uncertainty is being celebrated here, and that's something that well, should... no. Actually, what's being celebrated
2: here is the chance. It's the possibility, and you know. Because sometimes yes is too fucking terrifying, and sometimes no is equally heartbreaking.
0: Yeah. You know. She so said maybe, maybe. No, I don't know. I kind of like to take it slow. Yeah. That's kind of like. But it's not. No, no, it's, it's not more said realistic. That way. This is a no, realistic. No, yes, this
4: structure. is absolutely. She said maybe. I,
0: like to take it well, slow well that's
4: the joke it's so that's much the enthusiasm joke. because it
0: has the enthusiasm of any old 50s doo-wop track which would normally always be talking about the positives she yeah. said yes she said yes i'm going to the prom tonight da, da, da. everything's always positive and happy but this it is seems. this probably is probably not, really <laughs>
4: just heartfelt i worked up the courage i gave it a shot and they do it so well with, with that twist on the joke they do it so well i just had to fall in love with this song but I, but I do agree with you. It is, I mean, there is a, it is grounded in, in I guess a
2: reality. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but, but it's delivered with such saccharine sweetness that yeah. that I, as a listener, I'm like, yeah, they got a maybe. Could yeah. you go? No. Yeah. You know. <laughs>
0: well, when you hear that one too many major chords over and over again, you're kind of being force fed. Yeah. Yes. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go!
2: That's like awesome, guys. You
4: did good work. Yeah. I got.
3: I mean, this is—they
0: are romanticizing the term of ambiguity. That
3: takes a lot. Yeah, a lot of it. And notes. and this is one of those songs that there's really—I mean—it's very much what it is. There's it nothing great, to really overanalyze. It's, no, no, no. There other than to that there is something. The
4: piano was really good in this as well, and that really got the point across for mm. me. Oh, well, it was really, part of
3: those major chords and that, that saccharine sweet. <laughs> Feel the piano really well, pushes the, that yes. and and major it
4: chords. It was a yeah. little bit of different too because it kind of made the piano forefront, and they hadn't really done that before. You get a lot of bass work, a lot of guitar work, and a lot of drum work, which is a band, quote unquote. It but, is yes, but this they're really they're, <laughs> they're doing no piano. Same, they're they're integrating more instrumentation, not just right. the electronica they did earlier. But this is really taking a keyboard piano forefront. Oh, that's right. It, w- it really
2: was front and center on this one, wasn't it? Yeah,
4: yeah. And, and, and that's I love the way they're interspersing new instruments in their music. Or not just new, but really
0: changing up their lineup. And well, I, I love that. They also hop within a, a, a period of years here. You know, between the 50s and the 80s. They're not 100% in one, not 100% in the other. But they're kind and of they, When they go more heavy rock, then they broach the 80s. But then when they do this doo-wop style, they're back in the 50s. The previous track, Please Explain, was all about the Motown. So yeah. it's kind of in the middle there. They they like the era, but they, they have, they have you know they can stretch. They, they oh, can stretch absolutely!
2: They they are definitely influenced and uh, by by all of these different genres. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, that's Broadway essentially. It's kind of just one big melting pot of oh, everything. Sure. In oh way. sure.
3: Well, also one thing I really liked about this song was actually how well it was followed up by track nine. So go spine go go. John summed it up really easily. If you're a fan of How I Met Your Mother, it's the Have You Met Ted song. This is
0: it's... the earnest. Hey, here's my friend. But I'm gonna filter this just through one other little description. Uh, if if anyone's familiar with Monty Python, this is kind of the Brave Sir Robin track. You have a yeah. little troubadour <laughs> at your side, who's who's basically telling of your tale yeah. and. Occasionally, he spouts out lyrics that you're not 100% down with. You're not 100% <laughs> sanctioning those lyrics. So you turn your head... Wait, wait, I'm what? I'm, I'm doing what now? And it's, and <laughs> I'm <it's>, dying? What? <laughs> it's, it's a great.
3: It's a great faux anthem. It's not really an anthem, but it's p- put out in this kind of way that you're...
4: It's ra- okay, this is Rabbit and Hatchworth going back and forth and singing lines... About telling the spine. You about, telling you about how great the spine is. And it, it they'll sing, He'll be there when you need him, and he'll be... Time permitting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just like
4: Deadpan, you should use the plunger. Yeah. Or something like that. And they they start doing something really, really witty halfway through the second verse. They yes. turn it into... It is the greatest poop joke in the history of uh,
0: poop jokes. Get a little background with this. Because, from a musical perspective, I think most people are probably focused on the chord at a certain point. <laughs> they're, they're all harmonized together, and it's just this beautiful, beautiful note. Every single time they go through the verses, there's this one chord, this is like, oh, oh. ah yeah. ah, Probably one of the most beautiful sounds in the entire album. And then... Ooh, what are they going to what what word are they going to use to emphasize this next chord and what is it diarrhea <laughs> diarrhea and they and they sing
3: about how he's got horrible diarrhea and the spine is constantly correcting them about how I'm a robot he's, he can't I have do diarrhea. not get diarrhea
4: I cannot eat but then the, the the point is really driven home in the third verse where they're like no he doesn't have diarrhea he's a spy <laughs> And he's outfitted with technology that can overthrow governments. And they're like, No, he doesn't do that. He likes to eat pie. And he's like, Well, I can't eat pie. No, he eats lots of pie and it causes it's, uh, diarrhea.
2: It's it's a wonderful, wonderful song. He'll punch a bear face. It's it's, it's 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 just one punchline after another. Yeah. And it's just it's really fun it's the classic Abbott and Costello. Relationship where you have the comic and you have the straight man. I always got the straight man. And, and the spine plays, plays the perfect straight man. To the to the wild antics of of the rabbit. The
0: baritone always ends up playing the you know track. and, and, and then, he
3: does. This is this is what he's he really has always done for the band. This yeah. song represents what comes across very much in their live show, where the spine is trying to move the concert forward, identify with the fans, get along with everyone, and the other two clowns are bringing random props on stage. The rabbit screwing <laughs> with him. What was what was the so the, when they started talking about westerns, you know, rabbit goes in the middle of spine sentence. Ooh, I'll need a bigger hat and runs off. Off stage. then five minutes later comes back with a giant foam hat and he goes i don't think it's big enough and then runs off and gets another hat all while the spine is trying to deliver expo- exposition about rex marksley the song they want to do but they can't get to the song because rabbit keeps running off stage. and it's it just shows the
4: the dualities they have going on there the differences in the personalities and this whole album uh, especially up to this point has really just showcased it's, it's explaining the characters. And yeah. it's doing a great job of explaining the characters through the various stories they're trying to get across here. And it's, it's just... It's it was a whole like, lot of fun. It yeah, and lot it's lot not really like showcasing any one of them over the others as a whole. But like each song, they're really just getting their own part.
0: Well, this is also the point in the album where I started to realize, as if I didn't realize it earlier, that we were going to have to rate this in a little bit of a different way. And that is the comedy album. I really do think this falls under a comedy album, perhaps equally as it does a legit straight-up music album. They're kind of both as relevant. You can't really take one without the other. It's not just a tiny little element of the track where it's like, oh, yeah, that had a little ha-ha. That's typical of music. This is, it is the act. So it's a different kind of animal. Well,
3: this is their first album where they're really representing their live show within the works of the record. The, this record was heavily influenced by what they do on stage. Whereas I mean, other act, other albums could have stood alone as just, this is these are songs that we're doing. This one is really where their stage personas and their act, especially all, as I mean, on stage, comes through. There's
0: dialogue in the vast majority of these tracks. Mm-hmm. Most albums don't feature straight up dialogue between two people. You know, a duet is one thing this is a conversation in their duet so and this isn't just you know this isn't like
4: a a full story one one full story as we've gotten in some other uh album arcs this is really sort of a progression of just a different group of stories but it does feel does have a unifying feel towards it it does have a very solid flow as as far as a single piece is going along here It's doing a good job of really feeling like Act 1, Act 2, Act 3 of a group of snippet shows.
3: Yeah. Sort of... Adding to that vaudeville feel. This kind of, you know, uh,
0: vignettes, if you will, of different
3: little performances.
0: Yeah. But there, there's, a, there's a stronger tie-in here, but I do think there are several vignettes within it. And one of the vignettes we do get is the, is the next track, uh, Track 10, Roller Skate King. So, this kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with the whole Rex Marksley bit on the, previous, uh, on the previous album, where you're telling a story about a guy. He's kind of awesome. That's about the end of it.
3: Right. But
0: I don't know. He
4: is
3: kind of awesome, and those words are in the. the but, but, this, but the difference is this time around is with a song like Rex Marksley, it's very much this epic tale of this this guy who fought outlaws and
0: it made was the a, West It best. was the yeah.
4: epic Western tall tale. So You're getting more uh, for your buck. Yeah. This was kind of an epic disco tall tale, and it didn't quite match the same it was, way. It, was, it the was, Roller
0: Skate King. I mean, how how many ways is that really well, gonna it, live up <laughs> to a cowboy fight in the? You know, well, it's it
3: also this was a theme for a TV show. This wasn't a whole movie. You it's, know, this was just like, the theme. If there was a TV show about the Roller Skate Kate King, this would have been the theme for
0: it. It fits. Yes, it fits the theme of this yeah, album. It's, yeah, this still, was this was the
2: it. the first actually first and only track on here. That I felt was uh, uh, down. weak. We could to the to what else was what going we've on. We heard so far, yeah. a little you know, down, a little the, bit down. But the thing is, fall. but I, but I'm not saying again. I'm not saying it's a bad song at all because it is fun as f- to listen to. There you it go. It is really fun to listen. to. Is there a bleep in there now?
4: <laughs> nice. There's, there's like three now.
2: Nice. There's uh, it's it's fun to listen to, even though it doesn't really, it doesn't progress their narrative
4: um it's a breather this really, yes. i see this and because of what comes later i see this as a great interlude between this and the latter ha- part of the album because we're going to go in, under uh, a real big tonal shift in the theme of uh, yeah, and in the sound that's true so yeah. Yeah. for that part for for what roller skate king does well, yeah, not the best song on the album, but a good breather, a sure. really good breather for the theme that we're going like a here.
2: like a like an intermission, like a, like yeah. you know this is you know we're about to start Act Two,
3: and it's very reminiscent of even though there was more impact in the song Two Cent Show, it's very reminiscent of uh, Make Believe, sure. really, had that fun feel kind of dream, yeah. make believe, yeah. that, you you that know,
2: it, it, it it reminded me of Ice Cream Man, you know, just yeah. kind of like you know here's a dude. Here's why he's awesome, you know. That's um, it. And that's it.
0: He's awesome. There we go. You know? Moving on. And we like Let's ice- end it the way we started. it. Yeah, and we like
2: ice cream. That's it. That's really, that's yeah. all they have to say about the
4: matter. But it was, it, it did have that sort of la, 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 yeah.
0: la, la, yeah.
3: la,
4: la, 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 It yeah. did
3: have that kind of bouncy feel. That thing. <laughs> which, which, you know, and it, which led well into track 11, I'll Rust With You, which was this, Another so sweet it gave me a cavity, but this it also it's, it's a different kind. But in a different
2: way, I mean, for me, for me, it felt like it was more heartfelt. It was yeah. heartfelt, like like it, it wasn't like saccharine sweet for me. It was like, oh, yeah, like like looking yeah. looking at two like you know a ninety year old you know married couple walking down the street hand in hand. But it's not exactly. that.
4: It's not that. It's all rust with you. So you're picturing old robots standing in your two robots post-apocalyptic walking hand-to-hand everything else is dead but they're still together. Yes. Like you could go that far. Uh, (laughs) I
0: want to hop to the end of this track in order to really uh, bring that to fruition which is why I just cannot take the route of the word sweet. I mean sweet is not I think that's not appropriate for this particular track. This is the sad uh, but you know relatable display of death. This is death. Yeah.
1: That's it. <laughs> it's not sweet.
0: <laughs> I mean, which is interesting to take the route that a robot is talking about it Because I oh, you think of um, Data from Star Trek, he's not going to die. Robots can be eternal, potentially. Potentially. But you don't know that because they could just be have the plug pulled on them and then never be reinitiated again, right? Then they're gone. Well, the, and all the, can you do but rust. Yeah. So it's kind of nice to take a little play on that rust in peace. That's the, pretty The cool. Cadillac, yeah. That's well, yeah, cool. yeah. Let's drive
4: fun. our Cadillac off into the ocean. I mean, it's there's some simple symbol, uh, symbolism that you really wouldn't but, normally but, get in a love, heartfelt right. But if, but if you understand, it's yeah,
2: turned. if you understand that it's robots talking about how they want to spend the rest of their time on on this planet yeah. as a sentient being instead it's of like I want to rust with you. It's yeah. CPUs and wires. Well,
0: that's the thing. Do you think it's all just about the 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 progression of their life or the end of their life or after it.
3: So, I the, the, where I got sweet from, though, with this, and I'll get into your question, is is the style. It came across as this 50s duop, almost Grease-style song, which is where the sweetness comes along. But yeah. you're right. The the song takes an adult turn at the end, because the last, like, 30 seconds of the song is just wind across a field sounding. Yeah, that's it the gave, thing. And it gave it a very less sweet, more sad sound. And I think it's, it's really trying to touch on
0: you know, it sometimes it, in perspective a, for well, me. Yeah, it because it, otherwise I might not have been able to like, otherwise I probably could have gone with it. Yes. The whole tone of the track is pretty happy. It kind of goes in with the same tone as, as she said, maybe, and maybe even please explain it's, you know, that kind of fifties era style happiness and a little bit doo but it's just when you consider the lyrics and when you consider the way the note they left it on, just the wind blowing by, I can't help but just picture a pile of metal that was once sentient and now <laughs> is two, not.
4: Two completely denuded robotic hands still clutching one That's another. Right. Until something falls. Robotic gears collapsed within one another's grip. I mean, yeah. Is this the uh, but but I, <laughs> theater.
2: But then, but the, but really, that's the that's the makings of a really wonderful sentiment. You know, like yeah. I you know, I mean, they don't oh. really they don't express it, but it's like I love you, I want to grow old with you and die. Right. Yeah. You know, because well, yeah, uh, which isn't heavy. always. happening. Yeah. I it can is... still
0: see how well you could use sweet after the yes. fact because yeah. it's all about reflection at that point, even though you get not really around to reflect <laughs> <I> mean, necessarily, <laughs> but you know, it's this well, is, what we had. This is a. If Matrix was a Hallmark movie,
4: <laughs> Matrix come on, was a Hallmark movie? it's it's it really it does let, hit that. Let, let me visualize. Just it's it's it, it hits that. <laughs> granted, Hallmark movies tend to get trashed upon because they I all think, tend to I be think, the same and I everything think, like that. I think
2: you but mean if Transformers was a Hallmark. There you go. That's probably you.
4: better. Optimus yeah. Prime and Mrs. Optimus Prime rolling out into the sunset (laughs) slight tangent just (laughs) because
0: I don't know I'm thinking Mr. Smith and Mr. Smith
3: essentially and that's it I saw a great t-shirt relating to Transformers the other day it was the Optimus Prime if he transformed into a TARDIS Nice. And so it's Optimus standing, but his panels look like he transforms into a car. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty neat. Dude, Completely unrelated that. to music, but related to Transformers uh, since it
4: was mentioned. Fair enough, but I could I could see Michael Bay ruining that sort of a movie.
2: But then we go, but then we go well. from from the sentiment of of I, I guess the, the, the final moments of one's life and rusting away and not dying. love. I mean, it's love. It's love. But then we go right into what I believe is the heart of this whole album. Um,
0: the uh, uh, Wired Wrong. Track 12. Track 12. I'm kind of with you there. This uh, this probably packed one of the, I will say one of the, because there may only be one other contender that's coming. It's one of the most emotional songs just in terms of, I think in terms of overall meaning. Message, if yeah. meaning and every, impact. If you take everything that's been said so far, they're. Fairly easy to uh, to unpack. They're not they're not really trying to hide anything. You know, I still yeah, would I still would say that up until this point, any child could at least listen to the tone, even if they're not actively listening to the lyrics of the previous tracks, and gauge whatever they were going for.
2: Yeah. And then it's a success. Yeah. And then, then everything else from that point is just a metaphor yep. that experience will let them.
0: Perfect fr- yeah. family friendliness. But then we get wired wrong. This it might be open to a little matter of debate. Of course, just the title itself, which is the running theme, Wired Wrong, the concept that there's something a little bit off in your head since you were born, or at least you perceive it to be, and that's always a little bit depressing because it's always a hump you have to get over. And it's a perfect metaphor for... uh, Robot, of course, because it takes it literally.
3: Yeah, and this song, I mean, in in presentation is at the heart of it an outcast song for anyone who's ever felt weird or different or not like everybody else, you know, and, and dealing with it and learning that you know, overcoming it, learning that you're you're not wrong, there's nothing wrong with you. Or that there's something a little bit wrong with everybody. Mm. You know and that's okay. And it exactly, and coming to terms. And this is presented in a much more punctuated
4: noise, a much more punctuated sound. Uh the chord work was 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 very, very explicitly done. Very much What do you mean by that? Point to point on each of the tones it was just so impactual coupled with the the lyrics coupled with the harmonies coupled with just the solo vocal work and some of that uh the spine I, the, i'm the gonna lines... say that at
0: least in terms of, of of tonality here uh considering we've had one big sugar fest after another this really is pretty depressing in tone after a song called i'll rust with you which was happy essentially yes. not so happy, it was happy with darkness happy with a dark over uh, uh, yeah, there was foreshadowing there. The the end of the last track was foreshadowing, which is why I think yeah. this is more. This is why Nelson called this the big tonal. Uh,
2: well, it's it's sort of it's. First of all, it's beautiful. It is, it is by far, at least for me, the most beautiful song, on the record. Um, I agree. Musically, lyrically, it is stunning. I'm, near, um, I'm nearly um, with you. Here. And and it it it's 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 the it's the honeybee of, of this album.
0: I completely agree. Um, honeybee, of course, was the well. It it served the same purpose. Honeybee was off yes. the previous album, uh, the Two Cent Show. So, it also fell roughly in the same place, middle end, somewhere around there. Yeah. And it was the the single teardrop amidst a sea of let's well. Sing, this was sing, this was the, the this this is what Steam Power Giraffe is excellent
2: at yeah
4: the, these, the these, album one did the same thing yeah not alone yeah exactly which was also similarly placed I mean they love giving you something that's really gonna bring you down they love doing this well but, it,
2: but, but they, it's, they it's they done keep it. it's it's hauntingly uh, beautiful it's perfectly executed um, and if you just take it uh, on the on the surface level and you get that these are robots talking about wired wrong you, can, and you will be immensely in, entertained
4: and heartbroken by it. And uh, one, of the, one of my favorite lines, not my favorite, but one of my favorite lines from the song, is when a spine goes deep baritone and goes, maybe someday I'll be in some place to see my brain isn't wired wrong. Mm. And it's just that, that idea of one day I'll find a way to accept how I'm different and how everyone perceives me to be different. And I just love the way that he, he he brings it in deep. And the best line in this is when it every everything drops out. It's the very last line. And the spine goes deep and he goes, but that's how we've been all along wired
0: wrong. Yeah, and it's, it's
4: just, it's chilling. I got goosebumps listening to this.
0: There's a lot going on here in terms of also just... The, the way they phrase it, the instruments they use to, to really promote the sadness within this, but the twang of happiness that rises at the end. Well, there's the a- guitar, the way the guitar is used yeah. sort of as, as, a, as a comping instrument throughout, not necessarily the melody, because who could possibly take the melody next to any one of the vocalists? But the guitar really does take close center stage here, close to, mm. just a secondary stage, excuse me. As it accompanies him along this route, like it's following him along and holding his hand throughout this little inner inner soliloquy, it's very sweet. But I do want to take one little step back and Mm -hmm. and, uh, return to what we were talking about before, which is the discography—not just of Steam Powered Giraffe in general, but about where this falls, where this arc falls in the pantheon of music, Mm -hmm. because. There, I do believe they're doing something fairly unique here. You know, we, we've talked about arc a lot before in the po- podcast. How it's kind of important to take you through some kind of story, however you wish to tell it. And there's a million and one different ways to tell a story. And I think this is something fairly fresh. They are basically all about the, you know, get up, off up your up your off your feet. Here's here's something happy and a, and, a, and another curiosity of life. So we explore the three different. Uh, core personalities of this band which is yeah you have the straight man but he's always as you said uh, at the show trying to rouse the audience and keep them entertained while you have the goofy sidekicks and all this and one is fairly is fairly naive all this comes together to be kind of a celebration of life but mm. how could you have that without exploring at least in some minor sense the sadness that exists throughout there that you have to live with and they have that one song that explores it and we just described what it was on each and every album and that's just their pattern which i don't think it's done very often when you look at any other band they there's a lot of bands that tend to just mull throughout it's always like throughout the album it's just one giant tear fest front to end you know that's, we've reviewed a few of those seriously and and this is well, kind of a breath of fresh air and
2: even 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 in the depths of this sadness, sadness in um um wired wrong there's a glimmer of hope in mm-hmm. it yes you know even it it doesn't go so dark that it's hopeless that's right there's there's always the basically it's acknowledging this dark place and then and then there's this wishful a uh, 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 mindset of you know, one day I'm going to be in a in a in a in a space to accept myself, and then there's the acceptance. There's the there's the right. the possibility of acceptance. Yeah, right. right. it's not yourself. it's
0: not an inescapable black hole. Yes, and that's, that's what's so and beautiful about. Yeah, it. And, 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 and 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 that's
2: it, it. They always do that, and and yeah. you know, even even in um, I'll Rust with you. It, you know, it, it can get kind of um, fatalistic, but there's a, mm. there's that small glimmer of something better.
0: It's, exactly. yeah. it's such a personal feeling. It's such a personal idea for, yeah. for them to portray here. I well, just that's, it's, that's the variance in, in story arc, which is so important here, which needs to be applied to anything. A- any story that you're telling from ages 2 to 100. I mean, that's right. just... I mean, unless you're super sedentary. That, that might be the actual... <laughs>
4: apparently. To, to be honest, this whole album is just... Personal. It's about personal experiences mm-hmm. and personal takes and personal events. This is really a first-person story, to some extent. Well, why yeah. or, or just a recounting of tales?
3: Well, why wrong is a song that you know starts off being very much this is my story. Yeah. And then it becomes, this yeah. is our story. Yeah. Which is you what know? a lot of
4: how... these other songs do. A and lot of their other, especially emotional songs, do. But
3: especially My... in Wired Wrong, with the quote that you'd mentioned before, where at the end he talks about how we're all Wired Wrong, it's it's this idea that there's not. If you're normal, something's wrong.
4: The, you know? Titus, yeah. Titus, the, <laughs> yes. the medium, did that right. The normal ones are being outnumbered at this
3: point. It's the idea that we're all <laughs> wired wrong, we all have something wrong with us, but it's the acceptance and understanding of it that makes us strong, not yes. the fact
0: that something's wrong. Right, but I'm also glad you mentioned that the fact that this, is, this was fairly driven by the spine. Um, yep. And we did mention earlier that this album was a cacophony of... of Everybody sort of jumping in there yeah. together. And this is one of the few where you notice that just one person is singing. Yeah. That's the unique it was, thing. It was a The duality. unique thing about this yeah. album, and I think that was a great artistic choice because it's a perfect highlighter. Yeah. By making nearly every song uh, a commutative effort, then Either. you leave the ones that are fairly solo to be the focus. That's like... Yeah. You yeah. Know, Come along in the album and you're gonna... Honey Bee
3: was all rabbit. There was They sang together on parts, but yeah. he took lead on and on honeybee and that's you know yeah this
4: was the same idea this was rabbit and the spine going back and forth between the verses and only really towards the end towards the last out to, to the outro did they really sing in unison mm-hmm. and it was it was just true heartfelt tear jerking feels yeah
2: all yeah. kinds of feels you know, i had all the feels feel, feel all things. of them all
3: of them that's why i didn't have any because you had them all from
2: birth to death all the feels
3: that's a quote. No. that needs to be Nelson Lugo from Birth to Death, all the feels. That's the name of your next book.
2: <laughs> from Birth to Death, all the feels. The Nelson Lugo story. There you go.
0: That's it. Well I know. Like ages two to one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one, the ones, and the super sanitarians still have the feels. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, I badmouthed him before. I had to save him. Right, I'm right, of course. Make oh, okay. it up. It. Okay.
3: Thankfully, because their steam powered giraffe, they follow up a song like Wired Wrong with a song called, and I kid you not. Fancy, fancy Shoes. But this I, is anything but about fancy shoes. Yeah, it is. It is.
2: <laughs> well,
4: this
3: F- value. Let us know. have this moment, John.
0: Let us have this moment. It's F- about value. fancy shoes. So so that's is. all it's about. So this but song, the, the reason it's I not. like this
3: song more on a second listen is because it starts out being complete nonsense. It's yeah. led by Hatchworth. You know, he's singing about random things about shoes and not making any sense. But then towards the end of the, ra- the song, he turns it into... It's not about a the glitter, the glitter
4: a- and glow that you can create in the world. It's not about all the, the bells and whistles. It's about the substance you bring. And
3: so it's pretty much them describing their own work as well as just life in general. You know, putting yeah. out an art that there should be something behind it. There should be some worth. And
4: they, uh, Go ahead. It's a suit and tie affair and you're only wearing shoes. And while they're very slick, no one will let you through. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, but think it's, about it for no, a second it's and, you little, it's and you see that little that death and you see
2: that and this is why I love this band so much because they they can follow something as heartfelt as deeply personal and as tear-jerking as as uh Wired Wrong with something as ridiculously over the top yet still has something to say in fancy shoes. You know, because they they're they can weave a story. They they know what they're doing, and they can go from one end of this room to the other in a blink of the eye. But
0: well, there's so many tracks you know. out there where you know you peel back the layer, and there's nothing else. That's it. Yeah. There's one layer to this damn onion, right? And in, in this particular track, <laughs> it's an In uh, This album, yes. In the, in the everything, almost everything this band does, it's 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 Those pretty layers. dense. You know so who, you know what's also got layers? Parfait's got layers. <laughs>
2: Parfait does have layers. You're right. You're right. Say, It's three you're layers. Say, no,
4: no. I don't want no parfait. No. People like parfait.
0: Parfait's for everybody.
4: I <laughs> po-
2: can't believe... Did you just quote Shrek? Yeah, I had yeah, to
4: <laughs> You know what else? Cake. Cake's got layers. Um... Fancy Where's shoes. your head right now? No, but fancy shoes. I kind of want cake that right cake now. Fuck out that, that cake I need cake.
2: It. Can we stop? Can we get a cake after this podcast? Let's get cake. We That's can cake.
3: stop for cake on the way Yay! home. Sure. I
4: don't do anyway, Unless the cake is a lot. about cake, I was actually leading this into something else. It, this is sweet. Oh. It really is. Got that? That kind of here. Here's something nice and filling, and but it's kind of just empty calories. Until you actually look and cut through the layers and actually get to that meat. Get to that... that Wait, now there's eating.
0: meat
4: there's in Wait, There's meat in cake. Unless you're eating meat cake. There's meat cake. There's <laughs> meat cake. Then it's like
0: pie. See, pie's got layers. All right, all right. Shut up. It's shepherd's pie for the love of God. <laughs> it looks like a pie. You think it's going to be sweet. You open it up. I love, I, I love
4: uh, fancy shoes because it's it's everyone's wearing red and you're wearing blue and just little lines like that it's like you're different sure you're different but what do you actually do
2: yeah yeah and it's sort of but but it's also like it's okay to do that but it's also not okay to do that
0: you know I think they had a word for this in the 19th century and that was called a dandy <laughs> the guy who the guy who inherited all of his money, he buys the fanciest clothes, he has the best mustachios and the all, most awesome mutton shops and the tails that go down to there sure and he contributes nothing to society but kind pretend of like, that there's philosophy in his daily meetups.
4: uh so you just you kind of explained who Gatsby is
0: but, well, that's another good example. Also hipsters.
4: <laughs> okay, so every
0: single
4: <laughs> considering <laughs> they are actually fairly popular in the Hispanic every hipster era has their, has their, yeah, guy. True. which is yeah, I kind of like that now. I, new level. Yeah,
2: I know level. Pff, we're at level next, like six. That's here. the boast level of this song. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, I'd love fancy shoes. It's great.
3: So, yeah. <laughs> now... Don't be a Before we get into the next track, track 14, this is a reprise of Steam Powered Giraffe. But yeah, I have to ask, when you think robots yeah. or mechs, sure. you think of what culture? What country? Mexico. I was going to say Sweden. Clever.
0: The Democratic Republic Dung. of Congo, actually... Japan Japan When you think
3: of robots Giant fighting robots You think of Japan And Um, they did something Brilliant here They took the Steam Powered Giraffe Song that Was the first track The second track On the record But they Japanified it They sing the lyrics In Japanese They give it that Awesome super fun Time go
0: Kind of background Steam Powered Giraffe Exactly Steam
2: Powered Giraffe
0: And (laughs) it's
4: It is like
0: It's Chord
4: for chord Yes Exactly, You can, you the can overlay them, and actually, they would end at the exact same moment. I
0: think it had to, it had to do with the use of the kitar and there was, I think, a xylophone in there. Everything's oh, always sure. going so super fast. You're just at the top of the metronome in these damn J-pop j- j- songs. Yeah, and if anybody <laughs> saw
4: <laughs> Teen Titans, oh, the Titans, go. they yeah, actually yeah. have two intros. One is which is in English, and one which is in Japanese. And until you actually start hearing them singing, like it's like the same song. And when they actually start singing one or the other, it's really Fun hearing the differences. And this is one of those... Yeah. If you remember track two, Steam Powered Giraffe, you're going to be kind of like going along and being like, oh, that's that part where they were talking about that thing. That's that part they were talking about this thing. And you're like, well, this is really sort of out of left field, but not at all. I
2: was I was actually surprised. It took me a moment to realize what they were doing. Yeah, I didn't get it at first. And at first, I thought it was just all random nonsense. Like, they were just bebopping. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's... D- Oh, I know what they're doing. It was really wonderful and they and again I'm a big stickler for if you're going to tell the joke, commit to it. Yeah. And are. they do the entire song in Japanese. Yeah. And I loved it.
0: Well, it's a it's a reprise. So I still I think they're fitting the you know, you have to do yeah. something quirky in a reprise. You can't just, yeah. you know, uh, can't call, give call you the same back. thing. Right, again, yeah. Um yeah. And for that reason, they could have very well have ended the album here. They oh could yeah, have. they could have. Was, absolutely, but then yeah, it would have been like a final little joke track, and yeah. It. But that's not their stuff. And and
2: and if they had if they had actually in fact ended it there, I would have, I would have loved it. I would have. I would still been satisfied. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I still absolutely. would have been absolutely satisfied with this album.
0: Left you on a joke. Well, they're not going to do that. No. no. So
3: they're going to tug at your heartstrings one more time. They have a song called "Turn Back the Clock," and considering their new ba- you know, their new member has a clock he's very clockwork kind of steam powered stove robot they're all clockwork true to some theory. degree or another but this song is the I mean in a nutshell it's a sweeping and gorgeous song singing about wanting more time and specifically wanting more time with your
4: offspring That that's what it really seems like to be going you, you're seeing someone growing up in front of your eyes and you wish you could turn back that clock it's I would call it akin to if anybody's seen it Bicentennial Man yeah it's very much that early part of the uh, movie where Robin Williams' robot character shows up and sees everybody he Miss loves and dies and falls yeah. in love with Little Miss and Little Miss falls in love with him and she moves on and he stays the same and you get that same sort of feeling here. This this I wrote down the most lines for this song because there's just so much in, uh, so much impactful words. Time can make the world strange. Folks you knew don't seem the same. Time don't care.
0: It leaves you there and takes it all from you. Like, it, it's yeah. so... Mm. Well, you know, it it almost goes against the grain. Because you'd think almost like, okay, wait, they're robots. This doesn't seem to be as relevant. But then you start to think about it. Time is even something you can't really escape as a robot. No and no matter what, you're, you're still part of the same laws of physics in us, and yeah. time will flow. Even if you... Theoretically, live together to get uh, live forever. You've already been told that you will rust. So, right. and
3: also, they're a band that works with human counterparts, and their fans are human. And, and it's, it's this sad idea that even you know they wish they could go back because eventually we will get to a point where these things aren't there anymore. And
4: yeah. they don't say like they are experiencing the time. That's yeah. the whole thing. It's they sound removed. Everything else is changing around them, and it has to do with they really go acoustic in this one. Violin work, piano, guitar. It was really, really pointed, and this was once again the spine singing very solo deep baritone. Yeah. yeah. So within
0: the halfway point here, they started to have the format of a score to a film. There yeah. was there was a full orchestra at yeah. that point. Um, it, yeah. It, it, it felt it, like the end credits to a movie. It, yeah. yeah
2: it, it just it was a full sweeping. Sounds, uh, sound, uh, not uh, sound, uh, soundscape, like a, soundscape, perfect. you know, it was, it, it. We was, love to
0: use that term. Yeah it, yeah, it we was. Really do. It was
2: a wonderful because we're getting towards the end here, and and things are winding down. We've had, we've had, you know, the the rising action into conflict, and now we're res, you know, we're yeah. moving into the resolution, and it's it's bittersweet. And 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 they're yeah. not going to pull a punch from that. Yeah, I you thought know? it was
0: kind of tasteful that they waited till yeah. uh, the halfway point to really layer that in gently, yeah. and, gently. And don't you think even a blink, you're safe. Just right there, right to the crux. Uh, he just said it. No one, no one can escape. No one can escape the inevitable roll of and, the clock. And that's one of those songs that it
3: just it it really pulls your heartstrings because they're conveying again as robots. We're looking at it from this perspective, but it's still a relatable thing that Absolutely. everyone can understand. It's, it's weird because it has They're, those layers. Any they any
2: parent a... in the world will relate to this. Any yeah. you know any anyone who's lost someone or 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 feels regret at a missed opportunity yeah. is going to you know weep at this song.
4: The the smiles she had were they for me? The golden hair. She's three plus three, and like all oh, the imagery that's put into yeah. here, it's. And it's so removed, like you can feel that, that coldness that they actually do in a lot of their music, that, that kind of logical nature they throw in a lot of their music that, that is broken. It's almost like they're, they're presenting this very logical idea, or this logical stance in that very broken emotional state. And it's just a great integration of, of keeping it that slight chill of kind of alienness that they have in their perspective but making well, it
0: very humanized. Well, it's more that you have to wonder what the focus is. You have to wonder whether are are they contemplating this as of themselves? But then again, you already said that they were removed, in a sense, from it. So yes. it almost seems to be this give and take as to whether they're actually affected by it. But of mm. course, they're affected by it from observing the human right. perspective. It's just like you said, I mean, people will die all around you and that's something that even a robot can't change even if they themselves live forever. It's... It's really, really tough. If yeah. it's amongst themselves, mm, who knows? And this That's also kind of a big question. Mark. This
3: track compared with track sixteen, Bleak Horizon, does what? Um, what? Um, What was it? Dream something, and then make believe do together. Prelude to a dream, dream, make believe. -believe. So on this, they do this kind of a a transition at the end, but it's a seamless transition into Bleak Horizon, which is the final track and an outro on the record. Where it's the classic kid story: the child going, "Where are you guys going?" And then talking about where they're going next. We're done
4: here. Gonna move to the stratosphere. Hey now, no need to be frightened, because as long as we're together, there's nothing to fear. I don't believe in a bleak horizon. I won't concede to all of that. We need now something different. What we need now is a steam-powered giraffe. And I love... <laughs> and then the the little girl goes, okay, goodbye. And it's just like, aww. You know, um, and was, that and the story is over. Yeah.
0: so have they twisted the namesake, their own namesake, uh, Steam Powered Giraffe, into a metaphor for yeah. something? Yeah, something for something more. else that, that transcends yeah. life, that yeah. transcends everything.
3: And, what, and then you know, they do this thing where they 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 wrap it up. They have this outro, and then they have a good solid. This is a two minute song. That's only about thirty to forty seconds. It's a three minute song. That's about. 45, yeah, 50 seconds. And then the whole tail end of the song is just strange... Radar with... Sonar, sleeping. robotic sounds. Or a satellite. I got yeah, the idea of a satellite. You
4: mentioned
0: like satellite pings. With you, like
4: the... the, the, the you satellite. satellite
0: pings like you'd expect Sputnik to do. Yes. Kind of so, primitive in yeah. this way.
4: With a lot of the earlier... I, I did recognize it. It did sound like a lot of the earlier interpretations of what the universe actually sounds like. Oh, sure, I, didn't sure. catch, it but I did catch do the think you radio were...
0: waves of space in auditory i poem. you know i wouldn't be surprised if that's what it was because yeah and i could when you first said sonar that kind of immediately hit me like it does actually sound like sonar like it's being played through underwater but i think i'm more with the sputnik astrological I mean, yeah i, I no. mean especially since they, well, they, they're <laughs> alluding well, to the because to be just... of the very very final thing the here. stinger the album has a it's, stinger its own stinger <laughs> its own self-pitch what's going to be the next album for you where's steam power draft gonna be We'll, space. Space. we'll yes. see you in space. We'll see you in space. The robot that introed the record and in
3: the intro track at the end says, we'll see you next time in space. Yes. And, and so- w- whoa, number one. Whoa. Wait, one. That's whoa. a...
4: That's, a it, yeah. that's nobody's Nobody does that. Nobody does that in Married an album. They do that. Nobody does that in an album. Well, they do that. They do that.
3: They did it. <laughs> they did it. It's done. <laughs> what that does it's is... done. It's been What that been does did. Is,
4: is does something that actually this it turns the whole album and we've been, i've been seeing this i was seeing this multiple a couple of us were seeing this it turns it into a disney pixar movie yeah, The yeah. whole thing. It becomes a uniform story. Well, well the reason
3: I... The, also, the reason I said it related to Pixar is because Pixar are a level of movie... And, and Disney's done this a bit on their own now, too, with Wreck-It Ralph and Tangled. But it, it's mostly a Pixar thing to take something that's clearly for kids but put enough layers in for adults that they won't be bored either. Mm-hmm. You know, t- Take a look at... Uh, even a better example, Up. Up has death in the first 30 minutes. Yeah. Not something that... You know, the kids weren't crying. The, the adults were the ones bawling. I, I, I saw it in theaters. Kids were crying, too. Well, <laughs> but it's, you know, it's that okay? idea that you can approach adult themes, but still be family friendly. And, and, right, and, and Pixar agreeing.
0: has done this, and the Muppets have also done this. Mine, I think they're, they're a good cross-age uh, cross group right there. Monsters. I mean, well, there's so many of them. But did. I do want to say something. Yeah. Just really quickly here. I mean, not quickly. It depends how how whether you're on board with it or not. But there's something at the end of this album when you consider the transition from turn back the clock to 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 bleak horizon and that little bit of dialogue that you describe between the uh, the kid and them. That well, where are you going? Well, we have had. It's almost like we've had enough. We're leaving. Yeah. It, it kind of implies that there's been a little bit more going on than we're even seeing in this album, which means there could be yet another layer. Uh, hmm. You consider turn back the clock; it's almost got a twang of of anger to it. Why else would anyone? I mean, yes, we say it mournfully, but often we really do want the clock turned back. It's kind of wishing itself out of fruition. You're they not have it's to; it's not going to become true. Yeah. Yeah. that's what it's that they have to move that's on and it. aren't happy with it. That's the that's the what I get from it. It could so, be double meaning. I could see that. Well, that would implies that there would be more going on throughout the album from front to back.
2: Well, that's also possible. I mean, this 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 whole album is. Layers upon layers upon layers and stuff. I can, you know, I can I can only imagine that after I've listened to this like the fiftieth time, I'll discover something and go, oh, that's what they meant.
4: Yeah, I kind of I'm kind of viewing this as, E.T. <laughs> go they, on. No, it's, they show up. <laughs> we had, listen. Join listen. us to, with John. <laughs> John's. Metaphor. They show up, have a grunt, bunch of great adventures with whoever they've met. Mm-hmm. Uh, back and forth. This. Uh, it's almost like they're talking about this girl that this child that they met on Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of it, like this child they met, they went on a series of great adventures. Something kind of gets messed up towards the end. Things go wrong, and then they have to leave. Mm-hmm. That's E.T. Uh,
0: okay. That's E.T. <laughs> kinda.
4: Okay.
2: But
0: he really had had to go home, and he, now he was they left have there. to go. He was dying. No, but was... that's the whole thing. They have to go. To... No, this is a choice to me. I can't find yeah, it. Yeah, they This is a solid choice. They're choosing choice. Was... These okay. are beams. Yeah. But, uh... okay,
4: there is parallels, just not deep?
2: Well, it yeah, I mean, the, the, the yes, parallels. I, I, I wouldn't draw the same conclusions you are that's all I'm saying I draw lots
0: of I will, well, <laughs> no, I've, I've learned to turn John down a little bit when it comes to these moments but only but, because but only the, because yeah. you know even just with la- well, last week we were talking about Like Rats uh, by Mark Kozlek, and you know to an extent I do believe you can you can uh, delve into something a little bit too far there might be right. more of a face value and there's nothing wrong with anything face value here because well, what's face value here is kind of awesome I'm Yeah, fine. That's I'm fine <laughs> with that I said it so angrily I, I do it's kind of awesome it's kind of ugh but I do want to emphasize that there's, it, it's, it, they're, they're making kind of obvious toward the end, especially when you consider those those noises. It's almost as if they're there now. They're, they're off. They're about. It, it took they, off. They got, they're yeah, gone. They,
2: they got inside their steam-powered giraffe yeah. and now are in space. You
0: can't ignore two
2: minutes of that. Well, yeah. here's the thing. I do, but I do want to go back just a little bit further. Yes. Because I think we, we can't ignore the fact that it goes from turning back the clock into Bleak Horizon seamlessly. Yes. There, there's barely a breath, right, between these two, and That's important. and then when we were listening to it, it didn't even occur to me that it was a completely different track. Yeah, literally, it's 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 like you know, turn back the clock, and now we're singing another song. There was almost it was, and so to me, mm-hmm. the two ideas are actually. The, the, the ideas from both of these pieces are feeding off of one another, right?
0: right? They're intertwined.
2: So it's turn back the clock. You know, uh, you know there's a, you know, it's, it's we, we cannot, the, the progression of time is going to happen regardless of what we want out of life. Mm-hmm. And things are going to grow up and grow old and die. Or things are going to not be the way that we would like them to be forever. And now, and now we're done. We're, we've done, we've, we've come to do what we have done and we have to go. Well,
0: I, I mean, yes, yes and no, we've done what we had to do and now we have to go. I was always under the impression I could have mistaken that they were created here on Earth. Um, If they were created here, then to go, it almost sounds like returning in that way to space. And that does, I don't think that's a really returning. I think that would be just a choice to leave to leave out of perhaps frustration, and this is where I was kind of going with Mm. this, and that's the theme that I might see. Again, I'm not really putting my whole heart and soul into this, but I do see some frustration with the human element in this album, a little bit more than was present in the Two Cent show, which was more of a carefree exploration, and it's kind of sweet to see see these human things fed through the robot consciousness. But this time, when you look at some of the tracks here, Please explain is about the frustration of language and how that can all screw you up. And you have, <laughs> she she said maybe, she said maybe is is basically the frustration of um, you know you've got at that point ambiguity. Ambiguity is not something that exists in the robot mind. You don't have that there. You have right. you have yeses and nos, ones and zeros. Um, it's it's all just a very it's a very flaky kind of album in terms of. In terms of experience, from on one thing to the next, and but of course, damn, I, that, but it's that's, damn
2: fun getting there.
0: Yeah, and of course, I think it's accentuated with the naivete of of uh, Hatchworth, Hatchworth yeah, if anything, yeah. that could and to some extent that rabbit put it all in perspective, perhaps, for the spine and the rabbit. Yeah, you know. I mean, I
4: really, couldn't said it better myself. You i are. really could have that was a great no i could have but i'm that's not that's what gonna. i usually do that's that's my shtick he stole my shtick here i did
0: steal it steal we've it, used steal shtick it, in it, stick in this podcast
3: more than we, i think we've ever used it before yeah together <laughs> i'm just saying it's a sticky podcast uh
2: over, yeah. overall <clears throat> overall i we stick together yeah. i just kept seeing you know that you know they've arrived you know they've they've the, as a as a band and as you know, uh, thematic storytellers, this this album just kind of screams: "We've arrived. We're damn good at what we do. Here it is." Well, and, and now the, when we get the fourth it.
0: album, when we get the fourth album, yeah. we can verify or disprove a lot of this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's whether, sort of, whether space is merely another backdrop for their sure their fun and gags, you know, yeah, great. or if they're gonna do something off the wall, yeah, but it's I'm more sure like be
4: they. This, their first three albums are sort of like the album one two cent show are kind of the growing pains growing up album mm-hmm. this is their magnum opus sort of sure. of, of that early theme work their, their humanization and now they have to move on to bigger and better. That's where the space is coming in. They're exploring the new frontier.
0: Well, the reason I the I final take, I, the frontier. The reason I had to take this route. One would say.
4: With, yes. Yeah,
2: exactly. Indeed.
0: The reason I had to right. take this route with this album uh, is just because of of the dialogue nature of it. Uh, you know, again, there's yeah. there's certain albums where it, it it depends on what's the chief focus at that time. There's just in certain cases the music is the chief focus. You know, you're atten- you're meant to really focus on the instrumentals, and you know, take the lyrics for what they're worth. A lot of time, you know, we had a huge discussion on, uh, uh, what was it, the face value versus the naked truth. You know, there's a lot of, um, when it comes to instrumental albums, you have to take things with a grain of salt, especially with lyrics, because the vagueness is, is meant to be there. But this is kind of straightforward. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're wordsmiths, so... I think we can start doing the rating. I think I think that has to be an element here. That's why I incorporated the okay. overall theme here because I think they're telling a story. They're telling a narrative. It's 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 a universal narrative, but it's it's fed through their lives, the lives of three simple robots. So,
3: well, why don't you take us and lead us to to our ratings and start us off? Give us a wrap up, Steve. Since you're now seem what's, to the, that, what's the now refresh? No, my bre- mem- someone break it up for me. Yeah, Some, one refresh my memory. Refresh oh, my
2: memory. How does how does the rating system
0: work? So it's uh, a, we're, we're, zero to five stars. Okay. Five we, being the
2: best, zero being the worst.
0: Yes. yes. Okay. That that's that seems very straightforward, but it really all depends upon what you're looking for most in any given situation or any situ any out. So
2: what's what's the general criteria that you guys We
0: use? do have our different criteria yes. for zero to five. Uh, Just as I said, it depends on what you're looking whether you're looking for something in a situation. Sure. For instance, in the context of what Steam Powered Giraffe does. Sure. Or if you're looking for it in the pantheon of music. I mean, I, we'll I, have... I tend to focus on that. And, of course, it's my perspective sure, of the pantheon obviously. of music. So, so, so it can then, only be you. So, can,
2: do you average all of the scores together? or are they No, we post individually, individually oh,
0: okay. and average. Yeah, oh, we do both. And
4: just as There's an Excel document. I'll show it to you. <laughs> at, at a point of reference, three star is... Music. It's average. It's average. It's
2: listenable, not good, but
4: not great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll start. This is, in auditory form, the best Dr. Seuss book of all time. It kind of is. It it has that, that very cat in the hat. Start somewhere, go on adventures, do this, do that, back and forth. But there's a message in there. There's meaning in there.
0: All right, all right. Save yourself from the ET thing. I like that better. I found Seuss (laughs) Seuss is probably more accurate. It's
4: it's not. This is. You look at it through. You look at it just without the depth, and I don't think you're gonna realize so much of what's here. You're gonna find the harmonies beautiful. You're gonna find the lyrics fun or funny you're gonna see some of the jokes but there's just so much here that's just so great because you gotta keep saying they really did great
0: job with the music we really didn't touch upon that
4: there was it's hard the to
0: layering that's great that's part of what i was talking about what your what's the focus honestly you know the,
4: the music did a great backdrop and it didn't really shine through there was a couple of solos which is something a little bit different but none of them stood out because there was just so much going on with their stories with their dialogue and with their harmonies their, the the music just meshed with what they were conveying and it it honestly roller skate is the worst song on the album and it's just a great intro a great uh, <laughs> a great interlude it it's just a good breathing track for the death that comes later i i love it i love where they're going with it i did as much crying on this one as I did on the Two Cent Show. Um, there's even uh, subtext in some of the songs, like "Wired Wrong," that we didn't even touch upon. That you can find out for yourself. Just go to their website. I I just so emotionally so so uh, so connected to it. The lyrics are great. All over the place. This is this is a four seven five. This is just an incredible album. Um, okay. So, I, what,
2: a f- a 4.75?
4: That's yeah. really high for me. Wow. I'm giving out one five and one four nine. Goodness. And only like maybe
3: five or six I'll have see been the excel documents. Documents.
2: I'll look at the Excel doc. <laughs> yes. Goodness. As yeah. I
3: push up my glasses. Um, uh, John kind of summed it up fairly well. Um, I want to go out and say it first, I didn't give this album a fair chance the first time I heard it, and I discovered a lot about it on the second listen and subsequent lessons after that i think i'll discover more and it it, it's funny because i have the same experience with two cent show there there were songs on two cent show that i wasn't super fond of the first the first listen and then since then being obsessed with that record i've fallen in love and found things to love in a lot of the songs um there's definitely stuff on face value that seems somewhat simple and almost childish at first but again that goes with the theme of introducing this new band member who's very childish in nature and all of that um but after more analyzation i mean it's very clear that there's so many layers to this album so many layers to the songs um there's plenty to connect to and it's very emotional where i find difficulty is rating it higher or lower than two cent show and that's because, I mean, I know typically we try and avoid comparing artists to their previous works and to judge it as it stands alone. But because they're so and so, you know, very show based, I get a picture, a cinematic picture of Two Cent Show specifically that this doesn't quite live up to in the same way. It lives up to differently. Because it's very different from Two Cent Show. And it's not even trying to be the same album. Not even close. You said, what was it? Uh, a Way Into Your Heart is the only one that gets anywhere close to the same sound. Ghost Grinder to some extent. A little bit. Yeah. But that's really it. So, I, I personally think it's as good as the previous record for different reasons to me. I like it as much as I like Two Cent Show. Um, so, for me, it's a 4-5. The, there's still a little bit of schizophrenia and, you know, kind of wickedness in a couple of songs that, you know, like the end of Mekdo Amore I felt was a little repetitive. And again, it's not saying by any means that these songs are bad, but there were little glitches in the system, I guess we can say, <laughs> considering the theme. That, How apropos That,
0: that, <laughs> that, that, that was well funny I will done. give you
4: that
3: one Thank That you. was well a pretty good
2: one, sir
3: That pulled me out of it a bit You know songs like Roller Skate King Which was fun But there wasn't much more Besides that you know And 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 so on and so forth But the tail end of the album I mean after Roller Skate King Is un- impenetrable It's brilliantly done And as a whole I still love the record So I put it on the same level I put the last record It's a
0: 4.5 for me Alright Oh Yes, I will give my guest the final word. All right. There are a lot of layers to what this band does, and I, I, I'm going to go as far as to say this album specifically over that of the Two Cent show. Again, this is not really about a comparison thing. I, you know, I, I tend to, I just said it, I kind of tend to rate it against the Pantheon. It's, it, I respect what they do within their own discography, and I, I'm going to mention that at least. There's, there was definitely a little bit more camp value, in my opinion, in, in the Two Cent show than there was here. I know that's kind of strange, considering the seeming immaturity here, but I mean immaturity of course, and the fact that it seems to be uh, aimed toward a, toward a kid audience. But that's not to say that the, that the overall theme needs to be directed toward a kid audience. I think the overall theme is directed toward everybody. That's that universal album, which is pretty important uh, in my mind, toward the the grand scheme of things, the pantheon. Prior to that, I suppose maybe the Two Cent Show was a little bit more nichey. It was great. It was it was perfect, but it was, it w- it was still a quirk in its way. I enjoyed it in its quirkiness, but I couldn't say that it would apply to everyone. You know, there was still that we actually have gone this entire day without even mentioning steampunk. Hardly, hardly. Steampunk, of course, is where they kind of got their. Uh, their popularity from because they were popular within the within the ilk, but this album, it sort of steps out of that a little bit, and I'm kind of glad for it. I don't like things always falling into like a neat little box. I know that they have their their target audience, and that's very very important from a marketing perspective. But I'm so appreciative that they that they made the conscious effort to go a little bit more broad. With a lot of themes here, narrative themes about. Coming to terms with the world around you, which every kid should be familiar with, or should grow to become familiar with. Uh and it's just about everyone should become familiar with at some point. Again, I'm not really married to that theme necessarily, at least in terms of their their going to space because they're you know, disgusted with the world. I think it would be a little <laughs> bit a little bit too strong. But I do think there's that exploration of the world around you, which I just I just love so much. But then I have to switch gears, and I think we've already talked that to death. I don't wanna repeat it to death. (laughs) So I wanna switch gears here and just talk about the music for a little bit. Because that's the one thing here which I'm sort of iffy about. There's moments, uh, well, first of all, harmonies, there's no question. We've all pretty much agreed that the harmonies are like stellar. They have amazing vocal ability. So let's see how it works together with the rest. It tends to go back and forth song by song. If I had one, Critique here from a musical standpoint, it, it might go back to what I experienced in in a way into your heart, uh, track five, just because of that that little country shift. Not just because you know they decided to switch genres halfway through the thon, halfway through the song. They're actually very talented at at making songs meld. But then it's how their strongest suit, those harmonies, work with what's going underneath them, and that. I sometimes felt like the rest was a little weak by comparison, because their harmonies are just so overtly good. There was a lot going on there in terms of their vocal work in that track, and I just felt like the music was there, and I don't necessarily want to feel that. I'm, I still, in the end, kind of boil it down to music. I love narrative, but, you know, nothing will get me going like music that fits that narrative and, and accentuates that emotion. For me, it comes down to the music in the end. That said, that's objectively... And I do think I'm going to make this an objective, an objective rating. I want to just add that as one element. It's one element, and I think the theme here is probably the most important thing. So I'm going to... I was somewhere between you with the 4.5 and the 4.75, but just because I'm so unbelievably entertained, I'm sticking <laughs> with John's
2: 4.75. Wowzers... Well, um, it's, it's, it's no secret that I love this band, and I've loved this band for a very, very long time, and I've been looking forward to this album for a long time. And I am both absolutely uh, pleased and proud of the work that they did, and, and really embrace The the new stuff that they're doing, the bolder uh, chances they're making lyrically, the bolder chances they're making musically. Um, They've always been very good storytellers. They've always been very good at being funny. Um, This is the first album where they don't feel the need to be funny all the time. And this is a very funny album. This has got a lot of really good, genuine laughs in it.
4: We we laughed through, yeah, like throughout some jokes.
2: throughout. There's some really funny and amazing jokes, but they're not relying on the jokes. Uh, they it's funny because that's just who they are. They just see the world through a comedic lens. But there's also a profound sadness. There's a profound sense of 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 loss and. Uh, you know, uh, you you it sort of it, it it goes it goes to that sort of classic comedic thing where you know you can only be hysterically funny if you've experienced something profoundly sad. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and to me this album really at least brings home for me like the sense that there's there's a, a there's a profound, uh, deep and and meaningful thing that they're, they are trying to say. And, you know, it's, it could be, it could be a couple of things. It could be a call to action. It could be, um, you know, we're, we're all different and that's okay. You know, it could be, you know, uh, as something as silly as, you know, she said maybe instead of no, you know, uh, and I was very, very pleasantly entertained and, um, and, and brought, and, and given given an emotional state that I haven't had in a previous um, uh, work of theirs, and so uh, I love it. And and if you if you're not a fan of steampunk, you're still gonna love it. And if you're a fan of steampunk, you're still gonna love it. You know, there's it's no
0: got a, it's got everything. It's that universality. Well, it's the thing.
2: Well, it's the thing. Like you know, you don't need to be a fan of steampunk to get another level of it because it doesn't matter or not if you've never heard of steampunk or if you have started steampunk if you enjoy if you enjoy narrative if you enjoy if you enjoy a good beginning middle and end to your to your music you're going to love this album you know or at, or at the very least you're going to walk away from this album being very entertained at the very least you mm. know um and 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 for that alone I'm going to give these guys uh, a perfect 5
0: whoa yeah
2: uh, because Home run. well, because so many, so few, there are so many people out there who attempt the narrative, who attempt a a classic beginning, middle, and end, right. and don't really make it. You know, uh, this not only not the, not only does every single song have a clear beginning, middle, and end, yeah, but the whole album from the opening intro dialogue. To the closing stinger, there's a you know it's it's a classic theater graph. It has a rising action, it has a conflict, and then there's resolution, you know. And the ending isn't your classic happy ending. It's it's a it's a bit bittersweet, but there's still hope at the end of it. And for that alone, just for making a fucking story that I can latch onto, that gets a five. The fact that they're brilliant musicians, and they can harmonize like angels, and they're funny <laughs> as hell, all of that just adds to it, you know? Yeah,
0: there's a lot of factors. Clearly
3: the rating across the board for our overall average is, go out and buy this record. Hands down, just throw money at it. Get on Amazon. This is on a level on of burn it, listen to it, buy it. Just buy the freaking record. Just buy it. Just go get just it. Just
2: go buy it. You're gonna, you're you're yeah. going to,
3: you know. There's very few people I could think of that wouldn't find something entertaining in this. Get, get Nelson's this absolutely right. And give them money so they can make more. Yeah, That's and the thing, what it boils and, down and, to. I want them to keep making And ultimately,
2: music. there are only like five or six albums that I will listen to be, all the way through and not skip over a track. In fact, there's very few albums where I like more than two tracks on it. This, uh, along with maybe five others, is something that I will listen to beginning, middle, and end without skipping a damn one.
0: It's very important yeah. for records. I even feel like four point seven five. You know, we I've only rated a few things, a small handful of things mm-hmm. above yeah. that, um, and even still, I think that the only reason uh, I I keep it there is is. Maybe just because, you know, I I want... I want even more showmanship, maybe in the a rest of bit, the instruments. Yes, and yeah, a little bit because more push because it is, I, I, you know, it is a backdrop and it's a very suitable backdrop. But there are just moments where I, I do want it to break out, and it's very mm. lyric heavy. Sometimes, sometimes I want a breather. Maybe That's a little it. more
4: masturbatory it. guitar work. Maybe a, a little bit more piano. Not e-
0: not e- 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 I mean, of course, it would have to. Be, it would have, it, have to work who knows in a way it that, would that I'm down. not knows going to tell anybody what to do. I mean,
3: for me, all these ratings are within a range of what I expected. I mean, for me, it's just. This album, I like it as much as I like the last one. It's the simplest way to explain yeah. it. All yeah. the other stuff that you everyone said is valid, but for me, I enjoyed it as much as the last one. So yeah. it gets the same rating as the last one. Like it, it, it doesn't. It's not always that going to be that simple, but for in yeah. this case, it was um thank you for bringing us this record
0: um
2: thank you thank you for letting me I, bring
0: it i think you're a record breaker in terms of guests that we've had on and when you add up the average the total average i believe you're going to be the winner yeah so, so there you go <laughs> so you win there Where's that which is nice
2: um yeah. can i put that on my website
3: yeah. yes absolutely. <laughs> yes you can <laughs> absolutely i, I won hey, records. guess what i won crash chords i won <laughs> i won it If you want to hear Nelson's backstory and where he comes from and what he does and all his details of his life from birth to death, because he's really a ghost and not actually here, listen to episode
0: Uh, episode nineteen. But and uh, yeah, unfortunately, because you brought us such an awesome record, you're short on time, buddy. Tell (gasps) us more about your life. I don't care.
2: (laughs) Here's here's what I'm gonna say. I'm a magician. I have a website, NelsonLugo.com. You want to see magic? You want to see nerdy magic? You want to hear me tell jokes? Go to NelsonLugo.com. If you want, if I also have a podcast that uh, I co-host with a nerdy, nerd, nerdy nerdcore rapper. That's that's redundant. Uh, it
3: is redundant. Uh, Nerd but
2: Report. but it's called the, the Epic Piecast. You can find it at nerdyshow.com along with an, a family of other nerdy podcasts. So go to nerdyshow.com and we are Epic
3: Podcast.
0: You could talk a little more. You got 10 minutes. Um, oh fuck. So <laughs> I got it all
2: out.
3: I screwed you. So the I know for, for knowing Nelson a little over a year now, um, he's done he you used to you used to, because unfortunately it's no longer around, but you used yeah. to host a uh, burlesque show, Epic Wind Burlesque. Yes. Which I loved, which was uh, put to, to bed very recently. Sure. Um, but now you're focusing more on your magic. Yes. And as I hear, you're working on a one-man show through the g- grapevines. Correct. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how that's been, where you are with it, oh. where it's Wait, going. We're, how how we're it
2: circumventing
0: going? the grapevine.
2: Ah oh, circumventing. Well, basically, uh, I wrote a one-man show, which is a hybrid... Piece of theater that is part magic show, part one-man show, and then uh, part st- storytelling show in the same vein of like The Moth or or um, uh, 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 what's the other uh, big one that I can't remember I right know, now? One man you've been,
0: um, been spouting spoutin a lot of theater tonight. So yeah, Well, I mean, I, I
2: come from a very strong theater background, um, so that's where a lot of, you know, my, my brain goes in terms of like and stuff.
4: magic is a theater... theater. Very much, yeah. It's theater.
2: Magic is a form of theater in much the same way that dance is a form of theater.
4: And a very personalized form of theater.
2: Oh, very much so. And my show, which is called Gathering the Magic. Uh,
4: Ah, ha, ha, ha. see what he did. uh, That's that's good. That's that's a nerd (laughs) reference that I don't think Steve gets. Because of the card game. I know of the damn card game. Magic the Gathering. Right.
2: So basically the show is about how a... A nine-year-old nerd uh, grows up to be a uh, very old nerd, <laughs> and it's really the it's it's really um, a love story between um, uh, a, a man and his magic. And I tell stories about my life, and um, and some of them are really funny, some of them are pretty sad. Um, but it's all about uh, uh, ultimately, it's all about uh, uh, um, how one sort of gathers the things in their life that may not be important at the time but ultimately looking back realize oh wow this has informed the rest of my life and uh, and there's a lot it's a lot of fun you know i think it's funny in places and well, you, serious in places and
4: the the whole point of theater is as since theater was is there's comedy and there's tragedy there's mm-hmm. the smiling face there's mm-hmm. the, the the frown the sobbing incorporating that is uh, very difficult number 1 yeah and yes, it is. I got. I, I got to give you props <laughs> for doing a one man show because I've seen, oh, dozen and a half off Broadway one man shows. Uh-huh. I could probably think of one I liked. Oh yeah, because yeah, they're me very, too. very hard to do. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. The key is monologuing. Yes, it is.
2: I, well, um, I don't know if you know
4: this about Nelson, but he likes to talk. I. I, I noticed that. I don't know what you mean. Um, <laughs> I, and I think. Uh, you know what? You're probably with with your magic, with your already. You already have the background training in interacting one on one with the audience.
0: You are yeah. making a lot of inferences here, John. No, I am. I <laughs> am. No, he's
2: exactly right. Okay. Uh, no, I Lucky basically. Break, John. Well, basically, it's it's. I, I'm a, I'm primarily a stage magician. I'm not a I'm not a up guy. Um, my you know where where my particular art form, where my particular passions lie, is being on stage in front of an audience, doing larger scale things and there is very there's very there are a lot of opportunities for me to do that at least on a on a narrative level. So the only way that I found to do that is to create a show where I get to do that. And so that's what really Gathering Magic is.
3: And also I I've found when looking at TV movies and other things when when people are trying to get to that next level, a lot of the times if they can't find something to join, they do it themselves. Yeah. That's the key. And yeah. and I think that that's great cuz a, it's a, People relate to a personal story. Absolutely. And the fact that, well, there's no magic show that you want to become a part of or travel with, so you'll make a show yourself yep. that you feel comfortable with. Yeah. And that you really want to put out there.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a very, uh, it's a vulnerable piece. Um, it's, you know, it's, I, I, <laughs> I do like to talk about myself, but I don't necessarily like to share a lot about myself. Right. Oh. And so this, this to me is a very vulnerable, very... Uh, raw, uh, very emotional piece, and um, I'm 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 happy and terrified that it's now a thing
4: in my life. And I, I hate to put you on the spot. But, sure. But I'm gonna.
2: Okay. Uh, I'm not gonna do a magic trick on the radio. No, it doesn't work that way.
0: I was gonna ask you that. <laughs> I was oh, gonna no. ask you to have any verbal, auditory magic tricks. Just yeah, we case, haven't just been case. mentioning
4: it, but he's been routinely making each of his fingers disappear and reappear <laughs> in other parts of his body, but uh, True. This, this show... Do we have a time frame? Um, I I was planning
2: for a late uh, January um, um, uh, premiere. Uh, unfortunately, I, I lost my theater space uh, a month ago, oh, and cool. so I'm kind of scrambling for another theater space. But if you go to if you go to nelsonlugo.com, um, all of the information will be available there as I get it.
0: Okay. Yeah. How's that work? The process of of scoping out theater space.
2: Uh, uh, yeah, it, it's I'm like, sorry it's, I, I'll no it's, attract, it's, it's no, no, no 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 it's 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 a lot like finding an apartment in New York you know I, <laughs> I, I so to, it's like pulling I wanted to liken it I wanted to liken it to that but maybe a lot worse it's no it's like it, it's well no when you're renting an apartment people actually want you to be a good tenant they want to find people who are going to be good people to rent mm. the apartment right in theaters like n- nobody wants you nobody wants you and nobody cares yeah and so you have to sell them you have to like, sell you Yourself. No, hey, this is a thing you want. I don't know if I want that. No, it's a hybrid theater. I don't know what that word means. So, you know.
3: Well, we wish you all the luck with your show. Thank you. I look forward to seeing it once it's once you have a theater and you're you're out and running.
2: Thank you very much. Thank um, you. A theater. A theater.
3: A theater. A theater. Um, and we definitely appreciate having you again.
2: Thank you. And thank we you, look forward you. to
3: having you in the future. Maybe we'll get you and your co-host on here, who has not been named. Actually, the entire podcast, which is surprising. good. <laughs> that. A- He's just going. I have more to bleep. um, (laughs) He might not even do it.
1: I have a life. (laughs) No,
3: you don't, please. Um, But uh, but we would love to have both of you guys on the show. And um, sure. um, Can we say his name now? So of course we're talking about his co-host for the Dark Lord, who, <laughs> who, who I've been
4: rants about from
3: time to time because I'm obsessed with his new record. As is Nelson, actually. I
4: am. I am also obsessed with his record.
2: Yeah.
3: But um, and uh, hopefully we'll have him on as well, uh, in the new year. Um, before we start wrapping up, uh, Steve will bring us our spam mail of the week from uh, our uh, devoted um, spam bot.
0: Spam, 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 spam. I blog often, and I genuinely appreciate your content. Your article has truly piqued my interest. I'm going to bookmark your website and keep checking for new information about once a week. I opted in for your RSS feed, too. By K. Daria.
2: How do you know this is spam? I don't know
0: anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: couldn't be. They've achieved We've seconds. only had
0: Spam. I don't know what real mail I mean, looks like. It actually yeah. sounds like a reasonably
4: thought out it's comment. Except pain. it's going to be on something silly like bought- a, a a picture or oh, some random yeah. no post is- this week. Yay! Look at this. This is no. an intriguing article. There's no post this week. Sorry. Yeah. Yay!
0: You know why? You know why, Nelson? Because a little too perfect. Just a little too perfect. Uh, yes. Okay. About like... once a week. How convenient. <laughs> See, just not overbearing enough.
1: But not, not you know,
0: not nonchalant about it. He's he's Fair perfect. Off. He's Fair enough. Um,
3: I'll have to convert our, him to real sentience, Make him a robot. Our final album choice for this year um, is actually going to be a no pick slash all pick. We're doing something a little different. John looked up the top 200 albums of the year. I mean, to, went this to the point.
4: top. I took the top 10
3: albums of that top 200, and we picked one. And I, I, we chose one that of a band that we're kind of you know hit or miss on. We don't have too much expectation of. It's Mumford and Sons' new record, Babel. Um, I had liked the single from their first record, The Cave. Um, the, the song is called The Cave,
0: not the album. Um, so the, we're going to give this one a shot too. The goal of this is that for our final album of the year, before we commute all of our ratings together and make corrections and give, uh, give poop ratings and all that stuff <laughs> that we do in our year-end review, which will air New Year's, this will be just a little more of a light-hearted one. It's pop. It's shameless pop. Yeah. It is very high in the charts. And Everyone is buying it. We want to find out why, and
4: we, we really didn't want to do Miley Cyrus. Or no, I, I
3: really. really I, yeah, didn't I refuse. Want to do sorry, Miley sorry, not going to happen. Miley I won't Cyrus. do it. I want to pretend she doesn't exist. Um, oh. So I want to thank.
2: That's too bad because she speaks very highly of you.
3: <laughs> um. Sure. Yeah, she listens every week. <laughs> he heard through the grapevine. Yeah. <laughs> um. I oh, want to thank... A wrecking ball. You just hit us with that.
2: <laughs> I know. I know.
3: Oh. oh. Um, I want to thank Nelson again for coming on. It's been a pleasure. Um, check out the Epic Podcast. It's a great show. It's a lot of fun. And uh, before we wrap up, I would, as we're wrapping up, I'd like to have Nelson say our sign off. If you would, music is life, and life is
2: good.